Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> Again. I believe in the sand beneath my toes. The beach gives a feeling and nothing feeling. feeling. I believe in the faith that grows. And the bow I goes can make me cry. You've been tough on him as well. Uh, I think you called him recently a corrupt human tornado. Uh, well, he's come back at you. And I want something else. He said, I think that crooked Hillary Clinton should try to enter the race to try and steal it away. Only one condition, the crooked one, must explain all of her high crimes and misdemeanors, including how and why. She deleted 33,000 emails. It truly is remarkable how obsessed he remains with me, uh, but this latest tweet is um, you know, so uh, typical of him. Nothing has been more examined and looked at than my emails. We all know that. So he's either lying or delusional or both. There was no subpoena, as he uh, says in a tweet this morning. So maybe there does need to be a rematch. I mean, obviously, I can beat him again. You are fake news. I doubt it. Go home, bitch. Very fake news. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. This guy grieve over here. Get your you are a terrific team on all counts. Big ups to Rebecca for keeping that woke. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Plenty to discuss tonight. As usual, Trump had a rally in Minneapolis, and things look like they got more rowdy outside than they did inside. Damaging property, stealing MAGA hats, assaulting people, spitting in a guy's face. Man, what? Uh, I, I don't know if you saw that clip, but what a, uh, what a patient... A good man to I, I don't know how he didn't just erupt with rage at that point, but good for him. Uh, we'll go through all of that, take, take a look at the crazy scene that happened outside of uh, the Target Center in Minneapolis. And while Trump is rallying, Democrats apparently are also rallying for Trump on the stage of the Equality Town Hall on CNN. Uh, if this wasn't a series of campaign ads cut for Trump, and Republican-affiliated PACs and the Republican Party. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember back in the day when equality meant uh, basically equality before the law and to be left alone. Now yeah. you will be forced to celebrate these things or yeah. have your tax-exempt status revoked if Beto, uh, unlikely, but if Beto gets elected president. And it just made me be like, get back in the closet. You hide <laughs> your sexuality from me. <laughs> Yeah, may, maybe shame was the better route. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to have some regrets. No, I mean, it was it was a display of insanity. And uh, we'll go through. I, honestly, I wouldn't even have time to go through all the worst scenes from it. We'll go through maybe four or five. Meanwhile, Ellen DeGeneres 
Speaking of equality and tolerance and, and getting along with people, which I thought was the goal, Ellen DeGeneres is in trouble for hanging out with George W. Bush. She issues a response to everyone raging at her on Twitter, which itself gets ripped. Yeah, uh, I have an unpopular take about this. Okay. Are you anti-Ellen? Yeah, she sucks, but I also don't think In this case, be, I mean. Just in general, I'm anti-Ellen. Um, mm. But I don't think she should be hanging out with George Bush. All right. We what can. Uh, we can we can battle on this one. I, I don't like Ellen, but I'm Team Ellen in this specific case. Anyway, uh, Matt Lauer's accuser. She's in the news. She's got a book. Well, Ronan Farrow has a book in which she is featured. And uh, now the accusation is that Matt Lauer raped her at the 2014 Sochi Olympics. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, it seems like uh, there's a nobody in in media. I, that I see is willing to discuss this. Honestly, it seems quite apparent what happened here, but uh, they yeah. all act like, like this is uh, like, this is some obvious rape or something like that. I, okay. I think she just changed her mind about some butt stuff that she later regretted. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a couple of odd shootings this week, one, uh, a police shooting, I guess that could be an Amber Geiger replay. Basically you've got the information on that. It is so much worse than Amber Geiger. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, I look forward to learning about this one. And then another shooting in self-defense from a store employee being robbed. And the family is featured on the news. The family of the guy who was killed in justified self-defense, or is what sounds like justified self-defense, is mad. Their brother was <laughs> robbing a store at gunpoint, gets shot, killed, and they're mad at the shopkeep yeah. for shooting him in self-defense. Yep. One of the better news pieces I've seen in some time. Plus, uh, hoax hate to close. Nazis apparently have uh, glamour Nazis, I suppose you could put them. They've used lipstick on a woman's car uh, in Norfolk, Virginia. So we'll see if we we buy this story or not. And, uh, of course, we'll take Super Chats on YouTube or Streamlabs in between topics 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low-down money grabbers, of course. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and you can support the show over on the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com. One of the many things we have over on the website, of course, is special deals from listener-owned businesses. This week, our feature business is a new one I'm happy to have on board. That's Black Rifle Garb, offering apparel to celebrate the Second Amendment uh, that is, uh, that's only recognized by elite individuals who know and love the AR-15. I'm a big fan of their subtle styles. They show uh, patriotism and 2A enthusiasm without being loud about it. I love the graphic with the flag made of AR parts. In fact, I've got it on right now. And I love the graphics of the, uh, the Sig, Smith & Wesson, and Glock slide serrations. And I also love that Bryce, who runs Black Rifle Garb, is a listener of the show. He's right? offering 5% off store-wide using the promo code MCLISTENER. And if you uh, take advantage of that offer, you're also helping the show as well. So you can find everything from Black Rifle Garb plus special deals from all of our friendly listener-owned businesses, uh, including Phoenix Ammunition, Sonoran Defense, Flyover States, and Charity Swipes. It's mattchristiansonmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. The, uh, the listener meetups continue. And uh, we had one kind of in my neck of the woods, apparently. A meetup in Missoula, Montana, just down I-90. Nice. Do and, I see suspenders and several sweet hats and beards <laughs> and a chick? This is this has got I it rec- all. I recognize a couple of these gentlemen oh. uh, from 
for, from coming down to Bozeman when we actually had a meet up here. So it looks like there's a good group forming in Missoula as well. So that's good to see. Glad you guys had fun. And I'm always glad to see uh, racist symbols being flashed in uh, subtle fashion. Thank you for that. I like to see the white power symbols on display on behalf of the show. <laughs> Anyway, glad you guys had fun. And of course, uh, if you want to meet with listeners in your area or find people in your area who listen to the show, check out mattchristensenmedia.com slash community. It's linked on the homepage of the website as well. There's a sign-up sheet to put your information in, and then you can also browse the contact list and uh, get in touch with people in your area. Well, uh, you heard it in the intro there. Quickly, did you hear the Hillary Clinton quote this week? Yeah, whatever. Are we still listening to this haggard old monster? Is she back in it? You think no. she's going to jump in? No. Well, she has a new book with Chelsea. It's called The Book of Gutsy Women. I don't know what it's about, and I don't care. She was uh, promoting it on um, PBS NewsHour, and she was asked about her Twitter feud with Trump, and she said she could enter the race and beat him again. Here's Hillary. I think you called him recently a corrupt human tornado. <laughs> yes. uh, well, he's come back at you mm-hmm. several times. In fact, he tweeted just this morning, crooked Hillary Clinton should try to enter the race to try and steal it away from Uber left Elizabeth Warren. Only one condition, the crooked one, must explain all of her high crimes and misdemeanors, including how and why. She deleted 33,000 emails. It truly is remarkable how obsessed he remains with me. Uh, but. This latest tweet is, um, you know, so uh, typical of him. Uh, nothing has been more examined and looked at than my emails. We all know that. So he's either lying or delusional or both. There was no subpoena, as he uh, says in a tweet this morning. Um, so maybe there does need to be a rematch. I mean, obviously, I can beat him again. <gasps> you ancient <laughs> bitch. Why don't you just die? Oh, my God. <laughs> She died years ago, of course, along with RBG. Oh, God. Now, I, I, to the point here, and I have no idea if she's sincere or not. Frankly, I would welcome it because I don't think that she's capable of beating Trump uh, again, as she puts no. it. But uh, seriously speaking, I do think that this, uh, the state of the, the Democrats running for president is wide open. I think there are some people like Michelle Obama, like Oprah, who could who could jump in and win the Democratic nomination for sure? Oh, the I don't Democratic, know they could, yeah, they would never ever win though. Either I don't think Hillary is even capable of winning the Democratic nomination if she jumped in. Right they would now. have to be fools to to follow her at this point. There's she might be able no to way. take out Biden. I don't think she can take out Warren. I just I I don't no. see it happening. Can't believe it, but I think Warren is going to emerge. <laughs> As the, the strongest candidate. Which I very much look forward to. Uh, not her being president, of course, as we'll get to later. She's going to allow nine-year-old transgender kids to make important decisions within the administration. So I hope never to see that day. But we probably won't. Anyway, uh, did you see... Well, I know you did because we talked about it. But uh, on ET Canada, Justin Trudeau was uh, was on this show. And uh, recall, of course, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is, is still campaigning for re-election, and he's fresh off arguably the most ridiculous blackface scandal we've ever seen outside of Ralph Northam. And I don't know, we were talking, was this staged by E.T.? Was this staged by Justin Trudeau himself? Seems prepared, but Justin Trudeau was act by a pair of black girls why he wore blackface in an incredibly awkward exchange. 
Soleil and Solaris, do you want to stand up and ask a question? Why did you paint your face brown? Ooh, um, it was something I shouldn't have done because it hurt people. Um, it's not something that uh, you, you should do. Uh, and that is something that I learned. I didn't know it back then, but I know it now. And I'm sorry I hurt people. But did you paint your note and your hands brown? Mm-hmm. And it was the wrong thing to do. Did you stuff a giant thing in your pants to make it look like you had a huge black dong? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you did that too, yeah. I did that. I don't know how you can think this is not staged. She's like, get these adorable two little black kids to ask me these questions so that I can look at them and say I'm sorry. Because I can't hmm. appropriately field any media questions about this because they're well, too I, legitimate. I have, no, I have no doubt that it was uh, staged by someone. I just don't think Trudeau staged this. What? If he did, think I think it's terrible ET politics. ET Canada is pulling one over on Trudeau. I think that the optics on this are good. I thought it was one of the most awkward exchanges I've ever seen. Uh, I can't Canadians. see how this is. Make your, mm. your brain smaller so you can see this from a Canadian perspective. <laughs> oh, um, our poor friends up north. No, I think the optics were good. He's explaining to two little children that he was ignorant and he didn't know what he was doing and he's sorry to them and all the adorable black children in the world like them uh well yeah i think that the left is probably pleased by this speaking of white privilege run rampant mm. the uh the village of oak park illinois board of trustees was apparently discussing systems of oppression in oak park that need to be deconstructed and one oh. board trustee named susan buchanan Yelled at the other board members because um, their white male opinions don't count. Check out this exchange. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Oh, my gosh. No, Come I'm on. serious. Susan. Jim, why do you have an opinion oh. on this? Come on, Susan. Susan, this is... I won't say a word. You shouldn't have an opinion on I that. Met this with is the I met with constituents of yeah. color, and quite honestly, on some of the feedback was that some of this wording was ridiculous. No. You have been white from birth. Why are you arguing what is a system of oppression? You've never experienced one! Mm -hmm. Okay. So shut up! Uh, I don't want to hear from you! Just stop! You are not oppressed. And I'm, people in Oak Park are. And we are trying to recognize that as a community. We have a chance to make history. It is time for this community mm -hmm. um, to face equity and you stop it you are a white male I, you true. stop it you are a white male your skin stop. is light enough stop it. i think if we um reduce these conversations to nobody cares what you have to say because you're a white male i i, I don't think we're doing this right god damn it gina gave me flashbacks to that one. Oh my uh, god the guy, it should be noted, the guy, she said, your light skin or your skin is light enough. Pakistani. That, yeah, that is Mayor Anan Abu Taleb. You know, typical uh, privileged white male name, of course. He's a Pakistani immigrant. So to be clear, the white lady is lecturing the brown guy about how his opinion doesn't count. We will. Uh, so he will have or his opposition or he will have opposition to white privilege forced upon him, I suppose, by a white lady is, uh, is the angle here. Uh, somehow dismantling white privilege by shutting up the brown guy. Whatever it is that we're watching there. What is white uh, enough? 
That is my question. We should have all these people submit a genealogy and we can see what is wide enough that they can talk. I mean, what's her, what's her answer to that? That guy is clearly Pakistan. Like, yeah, I, I was going to say, he, he doesn't, I, let me see if I can find the image again, because he doesn't actually, like if that guy's passing white, oh, where is it? Here we go. Well, I guess it's hard to tell, but. Uh, he looks pretty brown to me. Certainly more than her. So, you know, whatever. I can't wait to see the the oppression dismantled in Oak Park. Good luck with that. Well, whatever. I mean, I know it's probably confirmation bias, but like I say, every time we watch something like this, this is what happens when women get a, a teeny tiny bit of power. They become histrionic. They go in just totally insane. The last couple of weeks, it's like I'm I'm trying to to prod you little by little, even more. <laughs> what do you want me? What do you want me to do here? We can't control <laughs> our emotions, so we cannot be given power. Do you still think we should vote? After watching this. Um, let's compromise and say Susan Buchanan should be voted off the board of trustees in Oak Park. Let's 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 stop there for now. If somebody had smacked her in the face, I, I wouldn't even be sad about it. I'd be like, yeah, all right. Well, certainly the people who voted for her uh, bear a lot of this blame, too. Oh they voted for that. People, you know, she wasn't given a spot on that board. I heard some people clapping. Yeah. Is this people, is, is it what they want? I guess so. Is this so. what they I want, guess local the government? Yeah, that lady lecturing the Pakistani guy about white privilege. Oh my God, this show is going to give me a, a rage stroke. We have so many topics that are just infuriating tonight. <laughs> well, speaking of the quantity of topics, I got to keep it moving along. And one of the things we just won't have a ton of time to talk about tonight, but of course was major news this week, was all of this China controversy uh, on basically two fronts. One, the NBA, and the other in the video game world with Activision Blizzard. So just in case you missed it, uh, Houston Rockets GM Daryl Morey tweeted this week in support of Hong Kong, uh, the Hong Kong protests. And amid controversy, deleted the tweet. Morey's tweet resulted in the Chinese Basketball Association suspending its relationship with the Houston Rockets. Uh, uh, Morey and the NBA later issued statements saying they never intended to offend the Chinese. Some players spoke in favor of China. And later the NBA actually denied reporters questions about the NBA in China when they were asking certain players about this. In a similar story, Activision Blizzard, uh, a video game company, suspended champion Hearthstone player Blitz uh, Blitzhung Blitzchung. I'm sure I'm sure I'm getting that wrong, but I'm not a big Hearthstone guy. Anyway, they they suspend this champion player after he spoke in support of protests in Hong Kong during a tournament interview. Activision Blizzard suspended him from competition for a year and took away his winnings. Now, generally on both of these things, I don't want politics in my sports or video games whether i agree with the politics or not but the hypocrisy that's not that's not really what's important in this case the hypocrisy from people who never shy away from virtue signaling about u.s political issues are suddenly quiet and not only that but encouraging silence from other people about significantly worse human rights abuses in china because they stand to make a buck and this uh this was particularly well illustrated by Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr this week, asked about this ongoing controversy. He gave a ridiculous answer uh, responding to a reporter about the issue. It has not come up in terms of people asking me about it, uh, people discussing it, nor has uh, our record of uh, human rights abuses come up either. You know, um, things that our country needs to look at and resolve um, 
That hasn't come up either. Saying that is my right as an American hmm. doesn't mean that I hate my country. It means I want to address things, right? But people in China didn't ask me about, uh, you know, people owning AR-15s and mowing each other down in a mall. So we can play this game all we want and go all over the map. And, you know, there's this issue and that issue. and Just the same, um, just a wash. The world is a complex place and there's more gray than black and white. What a pussy. Okay. What an incredible pussy. Uh, no, I, he's totally right. Actual concentration camps and routine denial of fundamental human freedom is totally the same as the atrocity that is the right to bear arms in the United States. Tit for tat. It's just, it's a wash. Uh, even if I grant the atrocity that is private AR-15 ownership in the U.S., we prosecute people who kill people with them. They're not, and it's not government perpetrated generally. <laughs> like those people are prosecuted for their crimes. Whereas in China, it's not a crime. It's actually government perpetrated atrocity. It apparently never occurs to him in addition that maybe the right to bear arms is a good thing to mitigate against government abuse. Like you see in China. <laughs> is it any wonder that China has basically no private firearm ownership legally, at least. And they also abuse the hell out of their citizenry. I can't believe it. Uh, did you notice how he also says, apparently obliv obliviously, it's my right as an American to criticize my country. Yes, that's yeah. the point. Yeah. Are you listening to yourself? But, yeah. Moron. <laughs> and then acting they, like nobody has asked him about this. You know, he had some kind of PR meeting with like all sorts of people that are like, how do we deal with this China shit? Yeah. What a liar. This is, and of course, he personally has ripped on Trump all the time. Same with several other NBA figures. And what are they always warning about? Authoritarianism. He's going to be a dictator. He's going to control everyone's lives. He's going to be abusive and all this. Meanwhile, you actually have that happening. But because this is an area where you have a business interest, well, it's all just a wash. Okay, well, why don't you go, go live in China, dude? Go, li go live in China and get back to me and tell me which one is actually abusing its citizenry. And if it's actually just a 50-50 even split, nothing to see here. I, I don't... I don't understand the standard by which you can rip Trump, but say China's not that bad. It's the only standard is self-interested, um, self-interested pursuit of money, which, you know, good for you. Like I said, the NBA is a business. It exists to make money. If oh, you want come to, on. what kind of Americans sell out their interests for the Chinese? <laughs> Chinese God. All I'm saying is if you, if you're going to say it's a business, we're chasing money. We're not political. Fine. Stick to that. Yeah. But they don't. They're political when they want a virtue signal, and they're not political when they want to protect their business interest in China. It's getting but guns are bad. Now. If I understand correctly, the murder rate is way up. Ooh, nice transition. Three and a half years. I'm. I'm That's what Elizabeth Warren said to that nine-year-old too. Nice yeah. transition. Uh, murder. <laughs> you're, you're right. Uh, murder uh, statistics are out from not just murder, but overall crime statistics from uh, the FBI. And. Uh, one of the things they track, of course, in the FBI's uniform crime statistics is murder, uh, murder by weapon. So murder overall dropped 6.2% uh, in 2018. The, the latest report is for 2018. And that's not even adjusted uh, per capita. If you were to mm -hmm. adjust that per capita, it would be a larger drop. And specifically, murders committed by rifles dropped 23.9% to 297 cases. And remember, only a fraction of those are so-called assault weapons. Now, in fairness, as you can see here in the data, uh, that drop 
in the rifle murders is down from a high of 390 in 2017, at least a five-year high. But every year, the point is there's, there's no correlation here. Every right. year, more and more so-called assault weapons are being purchased. They're being built. There's more on the street every day. And it has no relationship with the murder rate overall. And certainly with a comparatively tiny rate of murder committed with rifles. Um, and then uh, interestingly too, there's, there's new data out on the uh, bump stock stuff. Oh, I guess, I, or no, that's in here. Yeah, here's, the, here's the information on the bump stock stuff. Uh, the Washington Times reports through a Freedom of Information Act request with the DOJ, records show that just 582 bump stocks were given to the ATF during the grace period from uh, December 2018 to, to April 2019 out of an estimated half million it's in incredible the that it's even that high to me. That some 500 people, almost yeah. six, said, here, you can have this. What self-hating 500 people did that? I want a list. Well, there's another 98, almost 100 people who gave their bump stocks to the ATF that they're calling kept as evidence. But what that means, according to an ATF spokesperson, is that these citizens wanted to obey the law, but also want bump stocks, their bump stocks back if the ban is overturned in the courts. So they're saying, you can hang on to this, but... The second it's overturned, you got to give it back. That's another hundred people. Again, out of half a million. I'm so, not telling people to break the law, but they should definitely break the law. Well, we we discussed at the time what would what would we do? I've never been a bump stock owner, so I didn't face this situation. But what would I do? Would I start, you know, digging in the backyard? Would I have a terrible boating accident? Would I go to an ATF <laughs> office and do this? Yeah. I don't know that we ever reached a, a conclusion, but apparently the overwhelming majority, 99% plus said, nope, not doing that. And yet we're supposed to believe that <laughs> confiscation in a worst case scenario will work. But as Beto said, well, I think that most Americans will voluntary, voluntarily comply with the law once we enact it. Didn't happen here. Why would it be any different if you did the exact same thing with the AR-15 generally? or assault weapons generally, as opposed to just the bump stock. Somebody in the live chat just said 582 people had more than one bump stock. I hope that's true. <laughs> yeah. And in this case too, uh, I mean, I guess the distinguishing factor in this case too, is that there was no buyback, so-called buyback, even though I hate that term, but you get what I mean. They were not compensated by the government for that property. They just surrendered. They're pretty expensive. Aren't they like a hundred bucks? Something like that. I've seen wildly different. I I've never bought one, but I've seen wildly different, uh, prices marked. And I think some of that has to do with because of how much demand has shifted because of this kind of crap. So yeah, I mean, you're not going to get a ton of money for them, but they're not, they're not exactly super cheap either. Anyway, uh, you want to talk Trump rally? It's really about the scene outside. Should as opposed to we the... take a short break? Uh, we're not even half hour in, but we can, if you want, uh, let's just knock out a few super chats okay. because I kind of want to get the next few segments. Um, Pittsburgh. So which one of us heroes is going to shell out money for a stormy Daniels or Desmond is amazing show. Shout out on cameo. I don't know. What <laughs> Are they on? I don't. What's cameo. That's the service that Rose McGowan and, um, Rachel Dole's all used oh. to shout out the show. Don't leave Desmond alone. I don't want children. No, doing this sort of thing. no exploitation of Desmond. Save that money for the GoFundMe when he murders his parents. He will. Stormy murder. Daniels. Though, that would be pretty good. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, capitalism for the win. Since we all know who will win the Republican primary, who will join me in our collapsitarian effort to vote for the worst Democrat in the primary right now? Beto O'Rourke. He is the most authoritarian. Yeah, that guy doesn't have a chance on hell. That'd be so funny, though. 
Do you know when uh, Idaho votes? Montana doesn't vote until like June. So my primary vote doesn't really matter. I don't know. Hmm. Um, Rocky Mountain Monk had a good time at the Denver meetup yesterday. It was great to see everyone again. This was Denver's 10th meetup. Wow. In as many months. Shout out to Michael Schlecht, wherever you are. That's so cool. He has since moved on. But I'm glad to hear that the group is uh, is still very active. They're probably the most active group as far as I know. And as far as I know, I think they were like the first meetup. Yeah. I, I believe. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Um, Chris Heinz, uh, no one I know supports gender neutral bathrooms, men and women's sports or healthcare for illegals. Are the elites just trolling civil society? If so, why? Um, I got kind of 40 chess on this recently, like thinking that Dems really want to lose because they are too incompetent to rule. And maybe they have more power through subversion. Hmm. Like they just seem like they don't want to win. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're all getting trolled. Dakota Stanton, Matt and I once made love at the CNN LGBTQ town hall. Then I looked down and it was just blonde wearing a Trudeau packing Halloween costume. Oh, <laughs> I met sorry about that. Richard Enormous. Hello from Canada. Every Sunday evening, I turn on this show, light up a joint and play some World of Warcraft show feed. <laughs> well, now you're in a now you're in a spot too. like uh, we were talking on the Wednesday show. If you're a big Warcraft guy and you're pissed off about this Activision Blizzard China situation, what do you do? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Metal Man. A lot man. of people are canceling accounts, though, apparently. Damn it, Metal Man. I, I don't know that I can read those. Oh. Too uh, spicy. Yeah, we've got... Kevin Flanagan has, like... He's inspired a whole he's legion. Inspired, yeah. Um, Ivan Zamago. Hey, Matt, I got your voicemail asking for sloppy sex after you <laughs> secretly denounced your love for Ben. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Uh, that, I, I, I have no knowledge of this person. Offer to wear your Hitler cosplay. <laughs> for role play and i will think about reconsidering next time i believe you um josh frost matt and i once made love in china i put my redacted in his redacted and we both pledged our loyalty to glorious china under the that's good chinese comedy right there i, I like, like that one uh joshy boy i just got the w part of the title i truly is the more smarter what is the title i put ellen and w in the title of the stream oh, okay. but it's d-u-b-y-a like w oh. george w uh, Voxazi. I just realized uh, my new work schedule means I can finally watch live for the first time in over two years. Oh, cool. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. I'll just do one more right now. Tommy Lovekin, please do blackface trust Justin Trudeau and an accurate depiction of what Pocahontas thinks she looks like for Halloween. Still itching for your hit piece. Much love from Upside Down Land. Well, we kind of burned the, uh, like any Elizabeth Warren stuff last year because last year she came out with this yeah. uh, Indian uh, heritage test result. So we kind of burned that one, but I don't know. We still haven't decided on a, on a Halloween costume, but we probably have to this week because we got to start ordering stuff. Oh, I got a bunch of emails over the last few weeks that are like, you guys should go as each other. For those who didn't watch the show way back when, we did that the first year of our podcast. Don't watch it. It was not a great show, and <laughs> it's going to give everybody weird sex dreams. So don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> I but we did definitely didn't put, I definitely didn't wear an actual bra with balloons. No, and then he didn't like shave that. either. <laughs> I, well, yeah, that's the worst part about if I decide to be, um, if I decide to go Epstein or anyone else who requires shaving. You do I have shave. to shave clean for this? And then I at the end of the show, I took my wig off or my hat off. That's so right. I had long blonde hair and a beard, and, and you so had long blonde hair and a beard. So yeah. gross. All right, uh, we'll circle back. With okay, I'll just get through uh, a few over on Streamlabs. Let's see. 
Uh, Philip says, crazy conspiracy theory. Trump secretly paid $5 million to each Democrat candidate and hundreds of other prominent liberals to say stupid things. Plausible conspiracy theory. He only paid two or three people off and the rest are mindless lemmings. I'm more on theory B, but either way, I think it's beneficial. Cameron says, um, the state of Western civilization is, is where welcoming your demographic replacement is lauded and funded by your tax dollar. While those looking to prevent such a catastrophe are labeled as extremists and xenophobes, balkanization win. Well, you got to contact Blonde about her, uh, about her commune or whatever. whatever Please do. <laughs> I, talked, I will mention this briefly because I want to mention it on every show, but I am yeah. very seriously considering buying a large plot of land in North Idaho and selling it off in two to five acre plots to families that I deem sufficient for my commune. So shoot me an email if that's something you're interested in, communal living in North Idaho. Hmm. With and, a resume. And, <laughs> and my understanding is a lot of people have responded. I have had 20 responses from families. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Frenchinator says, I cleaned up crap in a women's bathroom stall when a pregnant woman... <laughs> Do I want to read this one first or just go in? When a pregnant woman walked in and said she didn't mind that I was there. Here is some money, you low down no good. <laughs> money money grabbers, may Jesus uh, make a wipe of cords and drop. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't even know where this is going. I'm sorry you had such a bizarre encounter in the bathroom. Thanks, French Nader. Blonde's mom says, I don't know this is your actual mom. I hope not. Mom, what did, it, what did she say? <laughs> I don't eat Indian food, but I do spend plenty of time in the Sikh aisle. No. Apparently with C. Kyle. Are there any uh, grammatical errors in that? No. Oh, I don't know. My mom has impeccable grammar, so maybe. I just have to pronounce that one extra carefully. Redicus (laughs) says, uh, Justin Castro found the two black girls in a hundred miles and flogged himself in front of them. (laughs) What was he expecting? Also, Jenna... (laughs) needs to shut up with her white privilege. And uh, her pool of thought is as shallow as that haircut. Actually, he said that dyke hair, but I tried to soften it a little bit. <laughs> All right, uh, I will come back to this. I'll come back to this a little bit later. Uh, remind me that I left off at Phil when we get back to it. And of course, I'll check in with DLive later as well. But for now, we're going to get to the Trump rally in uh, Minneapolis. So Trump holds this campaign rally in downtown Minneapolis on Thursday night. The uh, rally was a source of controversy before it even started with the Minneapolis mayor asking for $530,000 to cover security costs. I'm not sure what the average event costs, but that seems a little steep and sort of uh, a source of... um, a, a dispute between the Trump campaign and the city. The Trump campaign threatened a lawsuit and later the company that manages the target center where the event was held backed down uh, on this demand and, and the event, uh, the event went on. Now Trump uh, created headlines during his speech by saying Joe Biden was only a good vice president because he knew how to kiss Obama's ass. Here's what Trump had to say at the event. And your father was never considered smart. He was never considered a good senator. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. Here's Hunter being examined by sleepy eyes Chuck Todd or some of these people. Hunter, uh, it's so great that you're here, sir. Um, Hunter, I know they're giving you approximately $168,000 a month. 
I hear they paid you a big check of $3 million. I just want to speak on behalf of NBC, who's absolutely one of the worst. I just want to tell you, Hunter, Hunter, I just want to tell you, I couldn't be happier for you and your family. And I, I know you don't know anything about energy, and I know it's an energy company, but I, I think they made a great deal, Hunter. Oh, man. He really does shine when he when he does these rallies. It seems like a fun time. I I should try to get to one someday. Yeah. I, people who do go always give me positive uh, feedback and say they had a great time. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like a fun time. Uh, that, of course, was presented by media as Trump gets vulgar in criticizing <laughs> Joe Biden. Why? Because he said ass. ass. So what? Yeah, as though it's not said on these same networks every single day. What are they, Cindy? <laughs> hey, Cindy. I don't is Cindy hanging out in the chat. I don't know. Somebody invited her to the live chat so we can berate her some more. <laughs> that was fun. On that was Wednesday. really fun. You can listen on the audio platforms if you want to hear it. Don't listen uh, to it. Not everyone knows what we're talking about, but if you do, it was fun. We'll keep it moving, though, because scenes outside this event turned hostile and violent with uh, several people hit, hat stolen, police harassed, a man spit on and more. So let's check out some of these scenes from um, outside the rally. <laughs> Quickly, I just want to highlight the sign that they're carrying here. Blue lives don't fucking matter. That gives you an idea of what we're dealing with. Okay. Moving around barricades. Just one Trump, a guy in a Trump hat by himself. A a black hat. Trump hat. It's a Trump hat. He took his hat. Antifa took his hat. Oh, hat has been thrown. Now, if you can't tell, they're yelling at the cops here who are trying to put out this fire, which is, I guess, a fire of MAGA hats. So just to be clear, too, the cops riding the horses is animal abuse, throwing things at the horses and the cops, not animal abuse. Just so we're clear on this one. Chasing after this guy, getting pushed. Okay, and then this is on, this is a vice interview with a guy in a MAGA hat who just gets spit a spit on on his face and just takes it and acts like nothing is wrong. Sorry, I had to reduce it, but you know, Vox is copyright iron fist. The thing that the president was really proud of in his campaign was that it was self-funded and that he had a lot of small. Oh, nice. So sorry. Are you okay? Right. I'm fine. Are you serious? I'm fine. I'm sorry that it's not all real. That's not how people really feel. That's fucking disrespectful. But on the other hand, that shit is disrespectful as fuck. Too. So there's a difference. Sorry. Yeah, I, I respect your opinion. I didn't do that. That wasn't me. I was just trying to take a picture. <laughs> That's all right. 
Well, God bless that man, patron saint of uh, patience, I suppose. Oh my, that, I don't that, know how that you is don't... it. How much patience are you really supposed to have? How much patience? I don't know. I well, that's the surprising thing here is, uh, given the scenes that we just saw. Granted, I don't think it's the craziest stuff we've seen, but it's plenty criminal. And according to reports, there was one arrest and one citation. That's it so far. The arrest was for property damage, not even hitting people, assaulting people. The citation was for disorderly conduct. That's what the newspapers say. Uh, The city has not yet finalized a number on costs. They're working on it. So they are just playing with fire, though. I mean, what what at what line can you practice self-defense? If if Antifa throws something like a rock at your head and you shoot them, have you acted in self-defense? Uh, yeah, I mean, we get into a lot of gray areas here. Even spitting is, is sort of uh, an interesting one to consider. Like if a guy spits on you and you kick his ass in response or you shoot him or something like that, is that, uh, is, have you faced a lethal threat? I suppose to justify, I mean, at what point can you kick somebody's ass? I think it's a legal, a lot of these questions get legally dicey in terms of my personal layman moral judgment. If that old man went and kicked the guy's ass who spit on him, I would have no issue with it whatsoever. Well, me neither. But like, we need to know when we can legally defend ourselves. Because if like somebody comes up to you, comes up to some dude wearing a mega hat, pushes him, and then he kicks his ass. It's like, are we going to be able to defend ourselves in the court of law, in a court of law for that? One would hope so, but of course these things, the technical details of this varies from state to state. I don't know what the deal in Minnesota is. I don't know what you could or could not do in such a situation, but the point stands that you're making. This is really uh, poking the bear. It's really testing people's patience, and I don't think in a wise way. I'm, I'm amazed that that guy could exercise that sort of patience, and I think the spitter is very lucky that he's as good of a guy as he is, apparently. The, a few things about uh, A few things about some of the scenes that we saw... The, the MAGA hat fire, I don't know if they stole them or if they actually bought them off of the street vendors. It'd be great if they actually purchased the MAGA hats off the street vendors there. Or I, I don't know how they acquired that many, I guess what I'm saying. I hope they didn't steal them all, but they quite possibly could have. Uh, could have. Um, and then the guy you saw who was wearing the MAGA hat surrounded by the mob and they hit his hat off and stole it. If you caught it at the start of the clip there, Someone the cops... Him, right? Sorry, what? Someone pushed him, it seemed like, in that clip. Yeah, and they kind of hit him on the head, which yeah. knocked his head. The cops are standing right there. They're observing this happen and not intervening. There was no intervention. They just allowed this assault and theft to happen. Oh, Fine. Wow. They, just, they just stand by. And then the one thing that really pissed me off about the spit, the spit guy, too, the bystander who says, oh, I'm sorry about that. That, that was really disrespectful. But on the other hand, your hat is also disrespectful. Yeah. And he's all <laughs> okay. stoned too. That's like, these also are the, really disrespectful. These are the same thing, which honestly, I, I, I didn't notice until we watched this through, but let me look at him again. Is this, he's wearing a shirt, it's, it's mirrored here, but he's wearing a shirt that says, I don't need sex, the government fucks me all the time or something. Is this the same guy <laughs> who's carrying? I think it is. Look at that's the same hoodie. Maybe it's two different people with the same hoodie. Um, the Blue Lives Matter thing that's being carried by the guy behind him. Oh well, okay, fair point. Yeah, I guess you're right. They, yeah, it's not his arm. But he's but marching with them. How is this not disrespectful? You're literally saying certain people's lives don't matter. Presumably, they could be killed. You're marching alongside that. 
Am yeah, I justified really. in go to Berkeley in, with a sign that says black lives don't fucking matter and see how well it ends for you <laughs> for a guy who says, well, your hat's real fucking disrespectful, dude. I mean, you have no issue marching alongside this and this is saying it's okay to kill people. Basically is the gist of, of what's that, what that's saying. I assume, or at least that the lives don't matter. So you shouldn't care if they die. Let's put it that way. If I want to be as close to the sign signs message as possible. Anyway, uh, I, it, we were asked a few weeks ago what what blue state could possibly flip for Trump. Minnesota does seem like a long shot, but you keep doing this, and the more Ilhan Omar keeps talking, it's not it's not implausible. Could yeah. happen. These people are making are encouraging people to vote for Trump, just like the rest of the Democratic field. Keep at it, I say. And uh, I promised in weeks past or last week specifically, that I would have very minimal Ukraine gate coverage. So there are just a couple pieces of information I want to mention. So don't hate me, but I think it's uh, some pertinent stuff. Uh, The Washington Examiner reports this week that uh, the whistleblower behind this whole scandal had a professional relationship with a 2020 Democrat, one of the candidates running for president. Mm. Now, one would speculate you maybe you agree disagree but it seems like obvious speculation to me that that candidate would be joe biden given biden's involvement with uh, all this ukraine stuff the whistleblowers connected to biden whistleblower hears about trump wanting to get to the bottom of the biden ukraine stuff whistleblower takes this action to protect maybe even himself or herself but i think he's been identified as a dude now maybe this person's connected to another 2020 democrat but the point is we already know this person's a registered Democrat. We already know has a working relationship with Adam Schiff. This is just another piece of that puzzle that makes it look increasingly partisan. It's and turned over in the news cycle. So I don't think that anybody is going to even look into it. I mean, it, are you CNN still talking about this every day? Oh yeah. No, this is, this is, uh, this is the story. This is just Russiagate too. This I thought that the, they were done with this. I hadn't heard about it, but oh, I don't no, the, watch No, CNN. they're still having the hear the the hearings are being held behind closed doors. They're interviewing all they're they're having all kinds of testimony. We don't get to know about it. It's all done. It's all done behind closed doors because of the party of transparency and all this nonsense. But yeah, this is the big news. And then this was the big news this week too, which I still don't get the connection. So I'll be very quick with it. But Ju- Rudy Giuliani associates tied to Ukraine were arrested this week. So. They they were apparently plotting a campaign finance. They were trying. They were plotting to make these guys were plotting to make straw campaign contributions. They were moving money around to make it look like person A donated to a campaign when it was actually person B, so that they can get around federal campaign contribution limits. And the way they tie this to uh, the Ukraine investigation, they say according uh, according to the indictment. Or the indictment says one of the two men met with a U.S. congressman and sought assistance in causing the U.S. government to remove or recall the then ambassador to to Ukraine. But this ambassador was already anti-Trump. Right. This ambassador was removed for entirely plausible reasons. There was plenty of reason to want her out. Bottom line is there's no demonstrated connection to the central allegation here to this like Trump set up a deal or threatened Ukraine to do his political dirty work. This is basically Paul. This is the Paul Manafort version of Ukraine gate. It's like, he knows a guy who got arrested or charged on entirely unrelated, uh, an entirely unrelated issue. And we're going to act like this somehow substantiates the central allegation when in fact they basically have no relationship. 
So it, it, it is like we're repeating history all over again. I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's just... It's, we already did this. I already saw this movie. I don't want to see it again. Now, Let's move how on. long do you think it's going to take for them to bail on? Well, they're going to do this the rest of the year, at least. They're Seriously? Gonna... I thought it was over. Well, their goal is to have an impeachment vote uh, by the end of the year. That's what they were saying when Nancy Pelosi made her announcement. Wow, I guess I need to watch more CNN. I just assumed nobody <sighs> was not. talking about this because Republicans aren't anymore. Everyone's like, eh. No, it's, it's, never gonna it's, happen. it's still their big deal. Mm. Aside from ridiculous weird pandering and demanding for control of everyone's life which is the other uh, <laughs> the other feature on CNN which was this uh this equality town hall this was a 2 hour event to discuss lgbt issues and uh, as i mentioned between the candidates and the audience don't, don't we need to emphasize too how insane the audience is at this event it's not just the candidates a lot of campaign commercials for trump were cut thanks to these people and for me, this event perfectly illustrates where the gay rights movement has gone way, way wrong. This is no longer about legal equality, which was an issue that I think a lot of people were sympathetic with, myself included. Legal equality being left alone, great. I can get on board with that. Now it's about forcing everyone to accommodate you, forcing everyone to participate, forcing everyone to celebrate you. I was with you until you said, I was with you when you said, I want the right to be left alone. Now you're saying you have to show up to my parade and clap and cheer. No, thank you. I don't, I'm not interested in that. I don't, I don't have to do that. That's not, that's not equality. That's you forcing me to do something I don't believe in. So some highlights from this event. It's, we got a lot of clips here. So stop me anytime you want to discuss something, but I, I just cut them in chronological order. This is the order they happened actually at the actual event on oh. Thursday night. First, the first clip here is uh, speaking with Pete Buttigieg. Anderson Cooper <laughs> applauds these activists who interrupt the event, and uh, and they still heckle him anyway. I want to bring in Robbie Goldman. He's a PhD student. Good evening, Mayor. Um, as I know you are aware, quick. Let me just let me just point out there is a long and proud tradition in history in the gay, and lesbian, and transgender community of protest, and we applaud them for their protest. And they are absolutely right to be angry and upset at the lack of attention, protect, particularly in the media, on the lives of transgender. I, I agree with you, ma'am. I'm not applauding. Oh, my God. Um, I don't, if this is not evidence that we should stop placating these wackadoos, I don't know what is. A stop. gay candidate is on stage with a gay journalist answering a question from a gay voter at an event specifically and completely designed for gays and the supposed gay right. interest. Right after they issues. had all had a gay orgy together. And it is not enough for the alphabet mafia. Not enough. We have to shut the event down. And then Anderson Cooper praising them, interrupting it. Not enough. Uh, <laughs> this is where everybody like, like me says, okay, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not, a, yeah. I'm not a party to this. This is ridiculous. This is circusry. Go home and be left alone. I thought that's what this was about. No, it's not. It's about showmanship. Okay. This is if two of the worst clips from from this event is Elizabeth Warren with this nine year old trans kid and Beto O'Rourke later talking about the tax issue. 
But uh, a mother props up her nine-year-old supposedly transgender daughter. This is a little girl being conditioned to believe that she's a boy. To ask Elizabeth Warren what Warren will do to make school easier for trans kids. Jacob is an elementary school student from Massachusetts, likes to play hockey. Jacob. All right, Jacob. Um, my name is Jacob, and I'm a nine-year-old transgender American. Uh-huh. My question is... All right, Jacob. Hold on. What will you do in your first week as president to make sure that kids like me feel safer in schools? I want to make sure that the person I think is the right secretary of education meets you and here's your story, and then I want you to tell me if you think that's the right person, and then we'll make the deal. Does that sound good? Oh, my God. I want to live in a country where CPS gets involved in situations like this. uh... That kid doesn't know what... That kid doesn't think that she's a dude. What is going on? This is just bad parenting. The parent clearly pushed her into that rehearse this whole situation we're going to applaud this parent as some kind of hero and that's what it's about it's that mom wanting everyone to praise her and applaud her as a hero she's throwing her kid under the bus to get that praise that she craves and we're supposed to act like that's uh worthy of celebration the other part of of that exchange that i had to cut out for time was elizabeth warren just shitting on betsy devos her setting up for saying we need a different People education shit secretary. On betsy devos all the time why i, I, don't, I don't get even it no i don't understand the specifics uh, and generally, Betsy DeVos, as far as I understand her, comes from a perspective of let's give maximum control of this issue back to the states and back to people. If you want maximum control of these weird transgender issues at your school for Jacob, great, good for you, run your school. That would be the Betsy DeVos perspective. Yeah. But these people say, no, 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 it's my way to be enforced upon everybody else. That's uh, that's so-called equality is what I say goes nationally for for Jacob. Uh, <laughs> the only other thing I can say is normally um, I would say it's insane to have a nine-year-old trans kid making any sort of national policy. But if I had to pick uh, whose judgment I trust more between this nine-year-old trans kid or Elizabeth Warren, I might I might pick the trans kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is so sad. It's just this trans stuff. I was I was even somewhat tolerant of this until like, like, did they have to go so far with the children, with the kids? I know. Well, it suffers from the same issue, which is it's no longer about an adult not harming anybody else, being left alone to live the life that that person chooses. Now it's about enforcing that worldview and that way of life. On everybody, on, else. on everybody else. Well, I, no, I, children should be omitted from this conversation entirely. You want to be some weird adult that thinks that you're a dude trapped in a chick's body? Whatever. Fuck up your life. I don't care. But the indoctrination of children is what's so troubling. You want and to tell me this? Of it. I know. And the celebration of it. This nine-year-old would be like, I love hockey so much if her mom wasn't like, hockey is for boys and, I don't know, whatever, gymnastics how, or whatever is for girls. How many young girls do you know? who were tomboys about that age, 9, 10. They like to play sports with the boys. Guess what? They grow up to be the most feminine women you know. Yeah, Brittany Pettibone used to be a tomboy. The, the model of femininity. It's like you just let kids grow out of this shit. And they do. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, Andrew Cuomo was on stage with Kamala Harris, and Kamala Harris says, my name's Kamala Harris. I use she, her, hers pronouns. Chris Cuomo jokes that he does too and then the mob forces him to apologize yeah (laughs) thank you guys 
And my pronouns right. are she, her, and hers. She, her, and her. Mine too. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Good one. At least she had the foresight to be like, "This is gonna go over badly." <laughs> she didn't laugh. Chris, she Chris learned Cole. her lesson about that from whatever the last scandal where oh, she the, laughed. At. The, was the it? guy who said it like Trump supporters or Trump or is retarded. retarded. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Chris Cuomo tweets out later, please read when Senator Harris said her pronouns were she, her and hers. I said mine, too. I should not have. I apologize. I am an ally of the alphabet community, and I am sorry because I am committed to helping us achieve equality. Thank you for watching our town hall. A lot of the replies oh. to this tweet are people saying they really miss um, Fredo making threats when people talk shit. I, <laughs> I, wish, I wish he would have done that in this case. What does his uh, wife look like? Um, I have no idea. Because he talks like he's married to an ugly woman. Instead, he uh, he cowers before his true overlords, the LGBT mafia. Yeah, she's horse-faced. Like Edie Falco. <laughs> now, this this next one is the uh, is the is the probably the worst one of the entire event. So asked if churches, charities, and other nonprofit organizations should have their tax exempt exempt status revoked if they oppose gay marriage. Beto says, yes, they should. To Do you think religious institutions uh, like colleges, churches, charities, should they lose their tax-exempt status if they oppose same-sex marriage? Yes. No benefit, no tax break for anyone or inst any institution, any organization in America that denies the full human rights and the full civil rights of every single one of us. And so as president, we're going to make that a priority and we are going to stop those who are infringing upon the human rights of our fellow Americans. So he's talking about Muslims, right? <laughs> I was going to say, I, I look forward to Beto going mosque to mosque yeah. to tell them they will perform gay marriages or uh, they'll have to pay up right after he's it's, done confiscating all the guns. It's of course. so crazy. I mean, this is um, he's clearly talking exclusively about Christians like he's going to oh, try absolutely. to do this to to Jewish groups or to Muslim groups. Just no. No, he, yeah, he's talking to your traditional conservative Christians, absolutely. And um, you know, again, as we mentioned, the theme of this continues to be it's no longer about removing legal barriers and leaving people alone. Instead, it's you will participate or you will be legally punished. He says right. no benefits for anybody who denies the full human rights and civil rights of every single one of us. Not supporting or not participating in gay marriage is not a denial of civil rights. There is no government obstruction. I'm just saying, listen, that's not for me. I, I don't do that. I, I don't want to participate in that. You you do you, boo. Go enjoy your gay marriage. I'm not going to do it. That's what we're talking about. And instead, we're using the coercive force of the state to make people do that. Oh, my God. I supported gay marriage openly for many years. Th this, okay. It, it was a formational issue for me in that I, be, I believe and still do believe in the legal equality. But that's the when problem. When I thought they were going to stop at that. Yeah. I used to think Rick Santorum and the rest of them were loons and they were uh, slippery slope fallacy people because they said, if you open this gate, it's going to lead to exactly this sort of thing. Remember when, they, remember when the, the loons of the right were saying churches are going to be forced to perform gay marriage? Oh, come on. That's... That's yeah. never going to happen. That's this is just some um, Christian, crazy, right-wing lunacy. They're just trying to govern everybody's personal decisions, trying to take away people's rights. I believed all of that. And now I look at this, I'm like, holy shit, totally I, right. Back in Especially that day, with the pedophilia thing, too. Back in that day, I would have said, and I still stand by this, there's no 
logical reason why one has to lead to the other unless you consider that the entire worldview is based on a pathological need to be victimized. Right. It's never about equal treatment. So you could even do this. You could install this Beto policy where all of a sudden all the churches and mosques, if it's fair or whatever, have to pay taxes now because they don't want to perform gay marriage. This, this alphabet mafia, as they're called, they will find another way to be victims and another uh, piece of victim leverage against you. This will never stop. There's yeah. never a good enough. That's why I got off the progressive train is because I said, eh, that looks like enough progress to me. Mostly everybody's legally right. equal. Let's go do productive things. And they said, no, no, no. We're all still victims. We all still And we're need... going to indoctrinate your children and, and cultivate uh, an entire culture of pedophilia and do it right in front of you at gay pride parades. Yeah. And then everybody's going to have to be fine with it. I still don't know why one has to be a logical consequence of the other, but I can't deny that that has been the effect. And I, and again, we got hoodwinked, I, dude. We were part of the problem here. We should have been like, mm -mm, no, no deal. And well, also, I, nobody looks at the nature of homosexual relationships, especially in men. 50% of homosexual male marriages are open relationships. If you are banging other people, why be married? Why? Well, Joe Biden says uh, gay relationships actually stick together more. He said that That's during this it. event. I don't know what his source uh, is. That's on that. insane. But uh, I will still defend the individual's right to live the life that he or she chooses as long as he's not victimizing somebody else. And, uh, and, and I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush because I know we have plenty of, of gay listeners who are really annoyed that these people have hijacked them as, as, to weaponize this attack on everybody else to force them to participate in this nonsense. So I don't, I don't want to... I, I still stick with the perspective I had 10 years ago but I'm really annoyed that somehow it has led to this sort of nonsense. Yeah, but hasn't this taught you that when people say equality, they really mean superiority? <laughs> well, I don't think that's an unfair un interpretation of what's going on. Listen, and like Oprah says, people teach you how to treat them. And this is how the, the gay community has taught me how to treat them with complete intolerance. Yeah, they've earned their contempt, I suppose. Yeah. What am I supposed to do here? Well, Let's uh, let's see if this trans activist who interrupts the show oh, uh, quells your rage <laughs> anymore. tell you something black trans women are being killed in this country and cnn you have erased black trans women oh for the God. last time let me tell you something black trans women are dying our lives matter i'm a extraordinary black trans woman and i deserve to be here i'm not even sure what that person is mad about i think it's like they don't cover trans deaths enough or they don't have a trans reporter on staff at CNN. And like, why are they dying? Is it because they're more likely to be prostitutes and they're getting murdered by Johns or something? They're are they dying at a greater society rate? hates them. They're killed in my hate crimes or some I, such I, nonsense. I don't even know what, yeah, what is she even p pissing and moaning about? I like well, how I'm, you don't even have to be a black woman to be an angry black woman now. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you uh, want fair. from me? I'm, but I'm going to have a friggin' aneurysm here. I can't do this anymore. I quit. I quit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's one more interrupt. No, this one isn't an interruption. There's another, uh, how about this? Speaking of black trans women, there's another transition. This trans activist says, uh, mispronouncing his name is violence. Listen to this. 
I want to bring in Shay Diamond, a singer-songwriter from Los Angeles. She currently supports Mayor Pete Buttigieg. It's Shea Diamond. Shea Diamond. Put that on record. Okay. <laughs> yes, honey, it's violence to, to misgender or to alter a name of a trans person. So let's always get that right first. Okay. Oh, my fucking God. I, Inmates have taken control of the asylum here, guys. I have a long last name that was frequently and is still frequently mispronounced. I had no How? idea I've been the victim of a beating every single time yeah, that, it, that it's happened. Just to be clear, we're not talking about calling that guy a guy, which I'll still defend the right to do. We're not talking about misgendering. We're not talking about dead naming. We're talking about, I'm sorry, I read your name wrong. That's happened to everybody at some point. That's violence. That's not violence. Nothing you say with your words can be violence morons. Well, uh, <laughs> the next debate is Tuesday night. We'll see if they can out crazy themselves. Why and, are they uh, allowing a, a platform these for these? They're always like, you shouldn't allow a platform to ethno-nationalist, blah, blah. Why are they making their party seem so insane by allowing these people to talk? Let people like Tulsi Gabbard talk so that your average, like in that one clip where that tranny's talking, there's like a sea of people that I can tell are reevaluating their stance because they're like, holy shit, this has gone too far. Yeah, I, if you I were don't. Uh, wouldn't you be like, oh, no, mm -mm, I'm out. I'm, I'm I, out. I have to imagine people are tapping out more and more every day watching scenes like this. Again, for the supposed party that's fighting for equality and freedom. No, you're fighting for fascistic control of everyone else's lives. You're fighting to have complete authoritarian rule over the associations. They make. you know, talk about Beto O'Rourke talks about uh, denying civil rights and things. What about my civil right to have whatever opinion about things that I want? What about my civil right to associate in ways that I want? What about my civil right to uh, have religious conviction and to worship in any way that I please? Now it's saying, well, if you do that in a discriminatory way, you're to be punished. Okay, that's, those are the civil rights that are threatened right now. My God. Not, not there. Tell uh, any of these people, tell me one civil right that you don't have as a gay or transgender individual in this country. One legal inequality. I don't see a single one. I just can't believe how everybody's been pushed to the far right. Like, I, I want to go back to like my 18 year old self and be like, OK, in 2019, you're going to be a far right Christian conservative. <laughs> like the look on my face, you know, I know it's I I, uh, I just have a few more bridges to cross. But uh, these people are going to get me across that last bridge of like hopping into the church every Sunday, which I didn't think I, I didn't think that was going to be for me, but like the more, the more, the crazier this goes, it's like, maybe I do need a community of good, wholesome people. Maybe, I maybe I need to consider this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go all Jim Jones and shit. Like I, I will do it. I'll do it. Mm. Minus the, you know, group suicide, but it'll be really nice. You guys You'll look do it right this time. I will. It'll be yeah. done correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the, the debate is on Tuesday, and there's going to be 12 candidates. Tulsi Gabbard and Tom Steyer joined the 10 from the last debate. 12 candidates on the stage. It's going to be the largest presidential debate ever. But the good news is after that, it sounds like uh, the debate or the, the, the field is likely to thin because, uh, because uh, they, the, the, the threshold for the next debate is, is much stiffer, or at least uh, a little more stiffer. The fifth debate will be in November in Georgia, hosted by MSNBC and The Washington Post. And so far, failing to qualify are Julian Castro, Amy Klobuchar, and Beto all polling below the threshold oh, of 3% I thought Tulsi was, was uh, polling below the threshold, so I guess not. Well, the threshold is 3% in four qualifying state polls. 
wasn't uh, or she state or national? Wasn't she uh, pulling below the threshold in the last debate? She didn't qualify for the last one, but she did qualify for this one. Strange. That usually does not happen. Yeah. So she's back and I don't see her mentioning. I don't see her mentioned here as the candidates who are, who are <laughs> failing. Sorry, Coors Burp. Uh, it looks like she's about 2%. So she's right on the cusp of maybe not making the, the, the fifth debate. But the point is we're likely to see this field thin very soon. You guys, I know November, Jim Jones was December. a leftist and also a sodomite. I know. <laughs> Blonde's going to do it right, didn't you hear? Yeah, it'll be done correctly. Okay. Well, moving on, because we got to get to the other, uh, the other LGBT issue, which is Ellen <laughs> so facing the wrath of the LGBT mob for talking to W. Do you want to take a quick break before we hop into that one? Yeah, whatever. Life. This is, you know, this is why I identified with the Joker movie. I'm going to open up the treasure Oh, the treasure chest on uh, DLive for people hanging out over there. Thanks uh, C- for uh, watching on DLive. Uh, C. Brav says, Bernie as Hillary as his running mate. They win, he dies, and she becomes president. Uh, that would be something. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Winterbells won. My mom and I wanted to go to the Minnesota rally, but didn't want to get mugged. Bought the sweatshirt I asked you to add to the store, and I'm now wearing it now. Love it. Oh, cool. Love the show and glad to support it. We have a sweatshirt now? Maybe I should uh, buy it. I got an email asking for like a hoodless, like a, a hoodless oh. sweatshirt. So I, I had that made up. You guys, is wearing your own merch gay? I think so. Because neither of us own any of our own merch. The blonde shirt that I wear, I actually just bought a Nordstrom. <laughs> I'd consider buying a, one of our own mugs for like decorative purposes, but I wouldn't drink out of it. I don't know. I think wear, wearing my own shirt. It is, is it like wearing uh, the band shirt to the concert? I think it's even worse. It's, it'd be like the band wearing their own shirt on stage. Yeah. And it does have a picture of me on it. I don't think I can wear. <laughs> yeah, your own face. What if I just wore the G's one? That's your slogan. Uh, yeah, that, that might be a little more fair, but I don't think you can wear it on the stream. Ah, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Dimashi says, Amish people are America's samurai. Are you ready to be a colonial Ronin blonde? Count me in in your anti-commie commie. Actually, fantasizing about being Amish is what led me to this this you know thought that maybe I should start doing this. Um, and then I got so much support online, like so many people email me about, I think people want to return to the land and live in small communities with neighbors they trust. That's all people want. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's summarized well. And we're at this point in our black pilledness where the only way we're going to be able to revert to any level of happiness, like when we were blue pilled is if we do community building. So I think it's really important. Sure. Uh, Lunderware says, thanks for the Missoula meetup. My wife and I really enjoyed it. Oh, well, glad to hear you guys had a good time. Maybe we can, uh, we'll have to figure out a way to merge groups at some point or maybe meet, uh, maybe we all meet in Butte or something like that. I never go to Butte. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's a old mining town on I-90. Amish are non-combatant, though. No guns. Yeah, that's true. Everybody's going to have to own a gun. Um, although I can't enforce that. Boxazis and my friend told me that millennials and the younger generations are more productive than any other generation. I looked it up. It seems to be because of tech improvements, huh. which seemed like a cop-out. Yeah, really. I mean, nobody can convince me that technology has improved my quality of life. Uh, well, I, I would generally take that position, but like anything else, uh, it, it, it comes with downsides. That is to say like reliance, I, the computer in front of me allows me to produce work. I never would have been able to in a past generation that said, it also tempts me to sit here and play video games and waste my life. So it's a very powerful tool that has to be managed with, uh, 
you know, productive That's uh, true. perseverance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's created this job for me, but also severely diminished my quality of mental health. So uh, trade-offs, I don't yes. know. Trade-offs, uh, just like Steve Kerr, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you can't stop the scout. Nine-year-old tra trans kids sounds like child abuse to me. The parents are using their misguided kids as political props. Absolutely disgusting. I mm. know. Uh, Jim Director says, can you post a compilation vid of blondes reaction faces? They're golden. I seriously, like, I get this eye twitch when I'm really mad. You'll see the memes, the screenshots circulating on Twitter and the GIFs. Uh, you'd have to talk to our guy, Myth, who does the Clips channel. I don't know what uh, to tell you guys. My face just, just looks like this when I see society crumbling. <laughs> yeah. Mandatory carry uh, at work. So shuckles to keep fighting. Blonde still scares me. Hashtag November logout. Hashtag fix bayonets because more riots and worse are coming. Laughing isn't a crime. No and pro no any pro 2A attorneys. Um, I don't know. We should find some I, though. I don't, but yeah, uh, presumably that, that probably would be a wise thing uh, to have. Noah Sherwood. Hey, Matt, love your work. Hey, Becca, just heard you with Morgoth and Tina. Awesome talk. It was actually Ramsey, Paul and Tina. Um, please mm. throw out a shout to my brother. Yo, he will hear me. He will hear tomorrow on our drive. I uh, love y'all. We love you well, too. Thanks. And hey, brother. Yo, was he saying his brother's name is yo or who was saying yo to his brother? Uh, you'd have to ask him. Mm, mm, Kevin, mm, nope, nope. Uh -oh. Too spicy. Sin, Alana Mar and her boyfriend Tim Minnett spotted uh, at the Antifa protest of the Trump rally in Minnesota ha uh, at Imam of Peace on Twitter for proof. Yeah, I heard they did some facial recognition. I saw, so I saw it. I, I, have, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I didn't think it was that convincing. I was not totally convinced, but. It's possible. I just, it was a little sketchy, so I kind of shied away from it. Yeah. But yes, maybe Ilhan Omar was, the thing, the thing, I, the reason I kind of skipped that part too, one, I don't know if it's legit, but two, even if Ilhan Omar is out there with the Antifa people, does it change my opinion of Ilhan Omar in any way? No. No, uh, it just confirms exactly my existing opinion of her. Yeah. Um, Shauna Thornton. Oh my gosh, repeal the 19th C shrill woman splainer for evidence. <laughs> uh, yeah, really. Yeah. Amish aren't into sculpting makeup blonde. I actually do not do any contouring because I don't want to change the bone structure of my face. I think it's really weird. So whoever mm. said that in the live chat, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. Um, let's do one more. Spring Hill, Jack. They want you dead, white man. Ain't that the truth? Uh, we'll circle uh, back for these. Thanks to our top contributors on DLive, Jay Fox, Jage, and Paul Dog. Thanks for supporting the show, guys. Over on Streamlabs. Bill says the way the NBA is acting in relation to China should put an end to the discussion, whether arguments or force are more effective in getting things done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair point. As someone who's team, uh, rationality, team free speech, there's also a, well, I remember an offensive t-shirt that says slavery, get shit done. Uh, there's oh. no denying, <laughs> there's no denying that sometimes that's true. There's also the question of ethics though. And, yeah. uh, but I suppose to the point that Phil would probably raise, what good are your ethics when China dominates you? Yeah. Why bother? Why bother being it's American? A, what, what's it's a the debate point? we'll probably never fully settle, but I certainly understand the, the, the point he's making. Ricknar says, uh, I have quite a few shekels left over after paying my new landlord my first month's rent and security deposit. So here's a few for you two fantastic uh, casters. Keep it up. Thank you. Nick Nar. Redicus says the NBA statement is more hypocrisy. Is it insanity to compare literal cultural genocide and literal uh, genocide to the 
I don't know how to pronounce this. I believe this refers to, is this the Muslim community in China? That's basically, well, that's one of the communities they've put in these concentration camps. Uh, it's is like it the, we, uh, spell it for me? I, I, it's like U-I-G-H-U-R. That's one a, of the. The Uyghurs. That's it. Or maybe I'm confusing it with something else. Anyway, people who are actually being persecuted in China. So this guy thinks uh, Hitler did nothing wrong. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> tit for tat with Adolf Hitler too. I don't know. Uh, Frenchinator says, here is some more money because my link to a hate crime that is a misdemeanor. I am considering joining your group. Not sure who is nearby, uh, Richard or maybe Richmond, Virginia. Not sure it will become, uh, home of the resistance. My dad has orange man's mouth. Orange man's mouth is bad. My, uh, will vote. Fair enough. Yeah. Check, uh, check out the community page on my website. If you're looking for people in your area, Phil says as an aside, Whatever kills the NBA's popularity among, <laughs> among white people is welcomed. I'm tired of hearing arrangements over who my peers' favorite basketball American is. I, I don't follow the NBA, but uh, this is probably the most I've paid attention to the NBA. In yeah, like I guess I, I, I don't, so I'm not going to tune in regardless. Uh, so I hope I make Phil happy <laughs> that way. Uh, we'll, get, uh, we'll catch up with Streamlabs toward the end of the show. Because... Uh, Maybe you agree with Ellen, maybe you don't. But in contrast with what we just heard on the stage there, I actually thought this is very refreshing. Uh, so we, we'll, we'll hash out where we might disagree on this. But last weekend, upon the invitation of Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, Ellen DeGeneres attended the Packers-Cowboys game, and she was seated next to former President George W. Bush uh, when images of the two laughing together circulated. The Twitter outrage, of course, flowed. So on Tuesday's show... Ellen addressed the controversy, emphasizing the importance of being a kind, tolerant, open-minded person. Here's Ellen. But during the game, they showed a shot of George and me laughing together. And uh, so (laughs) people were upset. They thought, why is a gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to a conservative Republican president? Here's the thing. I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. We're all different, and I think that we've forgotten that that's okay, that we're all different. For instance, I wish people wouldn't wear fur. I don't like it, but, but I'm friends with people who wear fur. But just because I don't agree with someone on everything doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with them. When I say be kind to one another, I don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do. I mean be kind to everyone. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but really their relationship is built on wealthy elitism, and he's Mm. a fraud of a conservative anyway. So, you know, are you going to practice what you preach? I don't hang out with a bunch of retard leftists because that's not who I am. Well, I guess where would you draw the line? If there's somebody who disagrees with you politically but is more than willing to live and let live, wouldn't you be willing to be seen in public with that person? Uh, if I was worth $100 million and he was worth $100 million, is that part of the hypothetical? I thought you were going to take the war angle because that's been that's been the common one I've seen for the outrage mob. is And, and you hear this is the Vanity Fair op-ed that slammed Ellen for this response. In combination, the the war issue and then the gay rights issue, they try to say that this isn't about beliefs. Ellen framed it as, well, I just disagree with him. It's a difference of opinion or belief. 
the Vanity Fair article, along with the, a lot of the Twitter outrage, uh, this article reads, throughout um, her address, DeGeneres reduced the history to a difference in, quote, beliefs. She compared their would-be tension to that shared between Cowboys and Packers fans or those who enjoy wearing fur coats and those who oppose them. But when one person has historically believed that other people should not have the same basic rights as another, it's hard to treat these differences as benign, especially when that person once exercised their power to help make their beliefs a reality. Uh, so I mean, not- I think that she openly propagandizes millions of people over many decades now, or at least tries to, she's become rich from it. And uh, it, this is to- a totally hypocritical friendship based on West coast elitism. Well, what's, what's the hypocrisy on her part? I guess I don't understand that. What? I mean, can you really, as your job, propagandize people in with leftist indoctrination and then like go laugh it up with some other with some rich conservative that doesn't believe any of the things that you I believe. guess I guess I don't follow Ellen closely enough to know I know that she's a, a flaming leftist but to what extent does she want I've those heard her be- say some anti-white stuff before I've heard her say some anti-child stuff before way of the world actually made a video about this um, but but to what degree does she want to force these things upon people? Because that's the allegation against George W. Bush, the, the force element. I don't know. I mean, most leftists really want to force this on other people. And I kind of feel like both of them in their own ways would want to do that. Can hmm. you be friends with somebody that wants to do that? Can you truly like develop a friendship? What is their friendship uh, based yeah, on? Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. I, I, I don't know. But, but I... The, the way I will defend Ellen, and maybe it's not precisely against what you're arguing, but in terms of what the Twitter mob was out arguing and in terms of what this Vanity Fair uh, article is arguing, is that, agree or not, the world that Ellen DeGeneres is advocating will produce much happier, better, healthier people it's in society. It's what she's saying she's advocating. This is what this clip, let's look at the totality of her career, her attitude towards white people towards heterosexuals what she said on her show that has spanned many many years now that's what we should be looking at rather than her trying to cover ass and be like oh yeah i'm friends with this dude i i can't put you on the spot and be like give me some examples because we you know we just don't know but what what is has she done or said that's uh that's divisive or denigrating to people in the way that you're describing. I, I, okay, so I just, Way of the World made this video. I, this is the most specific example I can think of, but I have seen stories of her over the years. Way of the World made this video. She's like talking about how she doesn't want children because they're disgusting and everything like that. And then she uses like 15 clips of all white children like doing bad things, you know? And, and then she prefaced it by saying, this is why like, I really don't want children. It was like a straight up, it was a reel of, of anti-child propaganda. She runs a clip show, though. I mean, she does, she does the stupid internet clip stuff all the time. That's like Yeah, but I mean, you want to tell me that she doesn't care whether or not people in the general public don't advocate for gay marriage, in fact? Well, I, all I can do is take her at her word here. If she actually doesn't you, care. She's hanging out. She's practicing what she preaches. She's hanging out with George W. Bush in apparent disregard for his stance on gay marriage. But that's one I mean, Maybe of, she thought she wouldn't get photographed. Oh, come on. She's like with the president. Where was this? In, it was like this is a... at the Packers Cowboys game. There's mm-hmm. 70,000 people there. They're in a, a one of know. those uh, boxes. Maybe I'm just too cynical, but I think she's full of shit. Let me uh, address the Twitter outrage in this Vanity Fair article um, and this this separation between what's an opinion and what's an act of oppressing people. 
opposing gay marriage in terms of what George W. Bush believes and did is still an opinion. The, uh, gay, gay people were not oppressed in any way more so under George W. Bush than, than at other points in this country's history. They have to argue this, well, if he had his way. If he had his way. Fine, you can argue that, but one, it's a counterfactual. Rights were never removed. And you have to make what? Proceed. Well, you have to make a hypothetical, and this is maybe what you're going to talk. Two can play that game. I mean, if I'm going to say, well, if you had your way, yeah, if you had your way, it's gay marriages at gunpoint, based on what I saw at the the CNN town hall. So if we want to do this, you had your way game. Trust me, the left is plenty guilty in that regard. The other angle they're going with is this, well, he's a war criminal. It's not about his opinions. It's it's he, he perpetuated an unjust, terrible war on this country. That's I'm not argu- I'm not a fan of him for that reason. I think the Iraq war was a mistake. Yes. Th- to the uh, but for the people complaining on Twitter. And again, this this is sort of a hypothetical argument, admittedly. But if Ellen is seated next to Obama or Hillary, are we hearing the same war criminal angle when Barack Obama droned a U.S. citizen? Hillary's responsible uh, for, for the destabilization. You are, yeah. If you're consistent in that regard, I'm, I can, as long as you're consistent, I can respect the opinion. But from these people, there's no outrage. And by the way, both of those candidates had the same position of George W. Bush at the same time during his presidency. And lastly, do we even know George W. Bush's current position on game? Has anybody bothered to ask him? We no. know that Hillary and Obama changed their minds over time. What if George W. Bush is like, yeah, you know, the court decided, eh, fine whatever nobody bothers to ask him they hold him to this standard of once a sinner forever condemned oh how about we ask him what he actually believes before we say that he's irredeemable okay here's the best evidence for my argument this is from 2017 despite her general resistance to getting political on her show ellen degeneres took a firm stance against donald trump on friday this 2017 she told matt lauer and alec baldwin that she would not have trump on his on her show why they asked ellen degeneres quote this is a direct quote from Vanity Fair, because I'm not going to change his mind. He's against everything that I stand for. We need to look at someone hmm. else who looks different than us and believes in the something that we don't believe in and still accept them and still let them have their rights. Um, she would not have any association with Trump, who arguably is way more in line with her personal philosophies than George Bush, who is a straight up Christian conservative, doesn't think that, you know, thinks that homosexuality is a sin. Um, she would it's- never, ever say anything positive about Trump. This is political because everybody's forgotten about George Bush. Could be, although now they seem to be refreshed, but along the same line, there's, there's probably some inconsistency there, but what would Ellen say today? I'm not saying I'm not expecting her to have Trump on her show, but would she say, uh, I presume she's talking about people like Trump supporters when she's making this statement. Is it not possible that maybe she's realized, Hey, this like leftist exclusivity is pretty negative. We ought to tone it down a bit. Um, I don't know. Maybe you think that she's gone through a period of self-reflection that is all I'm saying. The the world that she's describing is the world I want to live in. And I don't like Ellen. I think Ellen's really annoying. I don't think she's funny. I think her politics are terrible, but what she's describing there is a, a happy, tolerant, accepting whatever society that they want. That's what a society where my neighbor can be different from me and I can still get along. That's what she's describing. Yeah, but anybody can just can say that publicly, but you have to look at, at the, the way they've behaved before, especially if they have a long career in the spotlight. But and I'm just saying I'm not super convinced. Like, I just I just can't like 
I don't know, maybe I'm too cynical and maybe she's like changed her mind about her associations and being more tolerant to people on the right, but she will never extend this to any famous Trump supporters or to Trump. Well, I don't, I don't think that she necessarily has an obligation to host Trump if she doesn't want to, but no, but I don't think that she would ever affiliate with him, say anything positive about him or anything like that. And then she talks about the travel ban a bunch. I guess if you, if you're wanting actions consistent with what she's describing, I mean, she just did one. We'll see. We'll see what happens later. I, I'm not going to vet the guests on her show. I don't even know who she hosts on her show because I don't care. I'm not going to watch her show. I'm not saying she should have Trump on her show or that she should demand that. But but it's like if you're truly not political, you wouldn't have addressed that on with Matt Lauer or Alec Baldwin, who are known partisans. Like you wouldn't have done that. It's like. I don't think that she's truly as apolitical as she says that she is. All I know is, as we've referenced a million times, one of the things I despise the most about the left is that they're unwilling to give people forgiveness and that they're unwilling to praise good behavior when they yeah. see it, that you're either an enemy or you're a friend. I'm not saying I want Ellen DeGeneres for president. I don't. I'm just yeah. saying I, I have to praise that. That's refreshing to me. I have to praise the perspective that I want to see prevail in people. And that's it for me. If it's Ellen, it's Ellen. If it's someone I like better, it's someone I like better. The only other thing I have to say is the, uh, the best meme I saw on the issue. Uh, it's in the notes. Uh, I'll put it up on the screen, but yeah. Why is, uh, why is everyone shocked that Ellen likes Bush? That seemed like, that seemed like <laughs> obvious, uh, obviously uh. true. Anyway, uh, that's all I got to say on Ellen, unless you have more. No, I mean, if this, if she really believes this and this is how, you know, if she wants to have more tolerance for right wing folk and that's going to extend to Trump supporters, then more power to her. But I think this is some globalist shenanigans, elitist alliance that makes me very uncomfortable. And I'm with the left on this. I don't know what to say. All right. All right. Well, uh, we mentioned it earlier. There are new revelations, which I think are mostly bullshit accusations. I can't. Speaking of in being put in position to defend people somewhat uncomfortably, I think I'm mostly going to defend Matt Lauer. Ugh, I hate him so much, yet here I am like, <laughs> fine, Matt Lauer. So in a new book by Ronan Farrell, former NBC producer Brooke Nevels has revealed herself as the accuser who got Today Show host Matt Lauer fired in 2017. And uh, she now claims that she was raped, anally raped to be specific. Gross. She never made this claim before, but now she says uh, it was, in fact, rape. This happened, apparently, at the 2014 Sochi, Sochi Winter Olympics, among other details that she's revealing. Here's uh, what the Today Show story is. No longer anonymous, Brooke Nevels is hitting back. Nevels writing in Her? part, I provided dates, times, evidence of communications, and corroborating accounts. Both NBC and Farrow found me credible. She goes on to say Lauer's open letter was a case study in victim blaming. When Lauer was fired, NBC News chairman Andy Lack referred to Lauer's alleged actions as inappropriate sexual behavior and appalling. The word assault was not used by either NBC News executives or Neville's attorney at the time. Neville's reportedly details the alleged assault with Lauer at the Olympics in 2014, saying he pushed her onto the bed, quote, flipping her over, asking if she liked anal sex, he asked even though her. she declined several times. Neville saying in response, 
I continued to engage with him, as many victims of acquaintance rape do, huh. particularly in the workplace. Lauer also acknowledged other accusers without providing detail, giving this defense. For two years, the women with whom I had extramarital relationships have abandoned shared responsibility and instead shielded themselves from blame behind false allegations. Cool. They have done enormous damage in the process, and I will no longer provide them the shelter of my silence. Um, Leave it to you to grin during an anal rape story. <laughs> I mean, what am I supposed to say about this? This sounds, you know what this reminded me of? It reminded me of the Aziz Ansari accusation. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I kind of, I kind of feel like in, in this culture, this American culture, like women are constantly getting pressured into doing butt stuff when everybody should think it's gross. And I feel like he, she was having an affair with this dude. And that he just like wanted to be gross and like do gross stuff. And she was like, oh, no, you know, but he took it as kind of a guess. And then she continued to date him. She said, I, I shared an acquaintance with him. Or is, is that what or like I, I continued no, no. to engage with yes. him? Yes, they continued hanging out, not just hanging out. They continued, continued to a engage. sexual they relationship. They continued a sexual relationship for what I understand to be many months. It was a long time after yeah. this. Um, That's not what you do with somebody you know, that has raped you. Particularly uh, in the workplace, you get butt raped and you're like, it's no big. Let's eh, not just um, I'll work for you on good terms, but let's hang out after work and go get drinks. You know, just, acquaintance I, rape, as she calls it. <laughs> Matt Lauer is a huge skis. Like the, the most offensive thing about all of this is is the marital infidelity to me. Yes, that's fair. And but, yeah. which, by the way, she's a admittedly maybe maybe not in this particular uh, encounter, but over time, admittedly a consenting, willing partner in an extramarital affair. Yeah, and she's a horse-faced homewrecker is what she is. And then she like wanted to improve her reputation. So she's like, I got butt raped. But ah. we're supposed to say that she's a hero. Yeah. I think the, the proper diagnosis is that Matt Lauer and Brooke Nevels are both parties to a sleazebag arrangement. I think they're yeah. both sleazy insofar as they threw Matt Lauer's wife and family under the bus. Right. But the right. point is they should both be trashed for that, and if NBC wants to separate with both of them on that, uh, on that, on those terms, that's fine. My understanding is Lauer got wrecked at work. He was dismissed like within 24 hours of this allegation. I don't know what happened with her. She's a former producer, so I don't think she's still there. But whether she's with NBC or not, she was not fired on the same timeline. She gets a sweet book deal. She gets to cash in on. Yeah. They're both equally sleazy people. So I don't want to defend. Like I'm not a big Matt Lauer fan. Matt didn't do didn't do nothing. Whatever. He, the point is, he did something wrong, but she did too. I mean, like, and it's an infidelity. I don't even understand. Like, I'm not saying it's right, but like when a, a man that's married to the same woman for 30 years like bangs some 22 year old, like that's horrible. That's family destroying stuff. But like. I understand why, but this, this woman broke up somebody's family. Look at her. How, uh, how is that even possible? You were tempted by that dude. <laughs> it's just unbelievable to me. And then she's going to act like she's some kind of fucking victim here. It's like, yeah, can we all as a society just agree that both these people are trash? They're yeah. Just trash. I, that's, that's a good way to put it. Cause I don't want to be mischaracterized as like being a Matt Lauer cheerleader. What I am advocating for is a standard that treats men and women fairly in this scenario. And they were both a party to a deception and undermining a marriage and they should both be his poor wife. I mean, her only, the only thing that she did wrong was just be a poor judge of character. And, and the other thing I want to say about Matt Lauer too, is that he admitted to many extra affairs. Yeah. So again, Seems like he sucks, but, uh, but I, I don't wife also, by the way, good looking. 
I don't buy Brooke Neville's story at all. I think uh, I think this is I think this is crap, and I I'm really disappointed that m- most uh, media outlets saying the things that we're saying right now is treated as misogynist or horribly bigoted or woman hating or whatever, or pro rape or something like that. Yeah, I know. This is obviously. Tr- th- it's obvious what happened here and we're supposed to we're treated like we're crazy people for and saying what this. i want from people that make terrible mistakes like this is to look back on their lives and be like wow i did like ozzy sanzari's chick too like wow i shouldn't have done that that was a mistake um and and to really never do anything like that ever again that's what i want to go to confession never do anything like that again i don't want them to look back and be like oh i need to like tell everybody the sordid details of what happened no to cash in because i'm a victim yeah admit you made a mistake try to move on with your life and like feel bad about what you did here yeah real quick tell me the uh what's the weinstein angle on this Uh, that's the other element of this ronan farrow his book comes out october 15th so i don't know how people are reporting on what's in the book i guess he's given some sneak peeks to some people um where is are my notes for that it says uh there's some quotes oh, okay. right under that. Yeah. Um, item six. Pharaoh says, uh, Weinstein made it known to the network that he was aware of Lauer's behavior and capable of revealing it. Citing anonymous sources at NBC and AMI, Pharaoh claims that Weinstein was using the Inquirer's accumulated dirt on Lauer on his alleged workplace misconduct to pressure NBC executives to kill Pharaoh's long gestating Weinstein expose. So oh. it's like the scum Olympics here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess they were able to, to kill that story because it's just coming out now. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. These people are all terrible. Yeah. Everybody's but, awful. But, but some are heroes and some are villains, even Come though they're on. all party to the same bullshit. This is just like celebrate whammon bullshit. Yeah. Uh, tell oh me about, God. we'll have to be quick with the next few items cause we're running out of time, but, uh, oh, it's this, cool. this shooting in Texas, which is basically Amber Geiger 2, from what I understand. I haven't heard really anything about this, so tell me about it. This is so bad. This is this is so much worse than Amber Geiger. Okay. Um, although I don't really know that race played a part in this. All the headlines say, like, white cop kills black woman in her home, which is true. Yeah. But I, I don't know that it really factored in. So a black woman shot and killed by a police officer in her Fort Worth, Texas home after a neighbor called dispatchers to report the woman's front door was wide open. So that's true. Okay. Her front door was wide open. Her black neighbor calls the cops and he's like, um, I don't know what's going on. My neighbor's front door is wide open. Just go over there, do a wellness check. So the officers go over there. They're searching the perimeter of her house and they see her peeking out one of her windows because she's probably like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are mm-hmm. there all these police in my yard? Um, one of them, and I watched the um, edited body cam footage, but this cop, uh, he, he, like he says, put your hands up, show me your hands. And then like a split second later shoots her through her window. He's outside. She's inside. Kills her. And it's, it says body cam footage shows a firearm found inside the home, but this was not on her person. No. And so this is how the incompetent police are going to try to spin this. From my understanding, from what I know about the story, although later things may be revealed, she owned a gun legally. It was not on her person, and it may or may not have been in an entirely different room. But now the police are like, oh, there was a weapon on the premises. It's so blurry. It looks like it's just sitting on something. I can't tell. I can't even tell. It looks like a handgun with like a light on it or something. This is I can't just tell such what horseshit. it is. Some woman hanging out in her house, 
gets bombarded by police, gets shot when she's standing in her own home. She's not armed. She doesn't provoke them. Nothing. It's but like red and flag you people, laws are going to yeah, work. You, you people think that red flag laws are going to work. This officer had a hair trigger, limited information, and now somebody's dead because of his incompetence. So, and we don't have a full, we don't have the full body cam footage. No, right? and that's another thing. They um, released this heavily edited and redacted body cam footage, which leads me to believe they're hiding something. But what you do know is that he says, put your hands up. She doesn't even have time to react before they shoot her. Well, okay. Oh, so, so you do have the timeline between verbal command and shot. Fire. And it is like a fraction, not even enough time for you to lift your hands above your head. And she's standing inside her house. Wow. And he shot from outside the house. From outside the house. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The only thing I I want to be cautious about is like, listen, if it's edited, there's stuff we're not seeing. I it's hard for me to think of something in my mind that would change that would change this. This, but I reserve the uh the ability to make that judgment later if if the the meaningful facts of the case change as a poor result of black that cop. I, I watched an interview with him today and he's the cop's white, right? Or this, no, not the cop. I'm, I'm sorry. The poor black neighbor. Oh, um, the person who a, called the cops. The person who called the cops. I watched an interview with him today and he is just heartbroken because he's like, if I wouldn't have called the cops who I thought were going to protect her, this wouldn't have happened. It's like, how can we trust the police when shit like this has happened? The They're so mediocre. It's just. Did the cops give any, well, the, <laughs> you know, mediocre cops are the result uh, you get when you create a society that demonizes police officers. Suddenly right. no, nobody who's qualified and well-meaning wants to be a cop anymore. Yeah, for real. Did the police give any indication beyond the present, the, the firearm presence in the house to justify this? No. no, everybody's okay. waiting for a further statement. They're like, this was a huge mistake. The officer's been placed on leave. Not um, not arrested or charged or anything like that, though. Uh, not, not, that not that I know of, but I haven't looked into the story in the last like six hours or so. But, um, you know, all he said was like, put your hands up. She didn't have time to react. It was like he well, he's going to say, like, I thought she was pulling. I thought she was pulling out a gun and there was a gun in the house. And like, maybe we we had heard that there was a gun in the house or something. They're going to try to pull some shit to try to make this seem justified. And now some upstanding citizen dead because of their incompetence. I f this is strangely timed for us to, we, if you listen to the Colin show on Wednesday, we just had a question. I think it was Abel. If Abel's listening, Abel was saying like, well, you were, you were harsh on Amber Geiger. It was a mistake. And we all hope that our mistakes won't be fatal. And I still stand by my statement that like, this is not a mistake people are making. No. And Amber Geiger made it a terrible, had a terrible lapse in judgment. But it's interesting that like Wednesday, like it, this is a mistake that is not happening. It's not happening on a repeated basis. So I can't understand it. And this week, like something right. somewhat similar happens again. The Fort, this is not, this is in Fort Worth. This is not the same police department as Dallas where Amber, Amber Geiger was Dallas. Was she? I think she so. She was right. They're not the same police department, different PD, all that. Right. No, Otherwise I, one would I don't think so. Okay. Well, but I stand by my assessment of Amber Geiger that if she was a police officer, this probably wouldn't have happened because I doubt she would be operating with this lack of scrutiny in her personal life with a conceal and carry. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it's just strange to see these two situations happen in, in such a tight timeline. Which is strange, but I did, I did have more sympathy for Amber Geiger than I have for this cop. Even though I think that it matters that she was an off-duty police officer. I think it, what, what are the key matters. distinctions? Um, I mean, oh God, I, I, I think that like the, the more proactive, the more proactive police presence, like they went to do a wellness check on the, on hmm. her house. 
like Amber Geiger. That was so dumb. But I mean, the results the same. So how much does it really yeah, matter? Maybe I, guess, I should reevaluate and, how I felt about Amber Geiger. Well, it's certainly this one is official police duty. She was off duty when she, you know, not that that matters necessarily in terms of the criminal act, but it is a distinction. Uh, I, I guess I, I'm going to reserve judgment about whether I think the police, the police officer made a terrible mis- mistake or acted with malice until I can see what the full, uh, body cam footage shows people are saying female bias yeah that might be true oh it's because it was a man and blonde expects better that also might be true (laughs) that's fair point maybe i'm looking at amber geiger and i'm like well that my assessment of that was that we shouldn't have women on on the police force so maybe Hmm. i just have a low standard for female competence well we'll have to see uh if people see updates to this story send them my way because i'll want to keep a track keep track of this uh situation as it develops in another shooting story uh, there was a shooting at a much a, more a, hilarious shooting story as, as hilarious. Well, the reaction, <laughs> but I, I, this was by all accounts, a justified shooting, by the way. I, yeah. Th- so, it's funny because I don't care that this guy is dead. There was a dollar store. There is a dollar store in uh, Ohio. And I guess what happened was a, a, a man robbed this or tried to rob this dollar store at gunpoint. The shopkeep shoots him. And uh, that's that, you know, the guy's dead. And, the reason I'm covering this is because of the news story, the video news story interviewing the dead guy's brother and sister who apparently are mad at the shopkeep for acting in self-defense to eliminate the threat, the threat who was robbing him at his store with a gun. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the only clip I've seen of this is recorded on a phone. I couldn't find the original news report. Is it that old vertical? It's not the great, it's not the best quality. So bear with me, but uh, I hope the comedy element will, uh, <laughs> we'll carry through. Now into your own hand and bring a gun to work for safety, period. These siblings are furious. Their brother, who police say was ar- an armed robber, was gunned down by a store clerk. I still don't believe it. Like, at the end of the day, I don't believe my brother is dead. They, like, it ain't kicked in yet. At the end of the day, that's not right. Witnesses indicated that the weapon was brandished and pointed at, at employees. The siblings recognize their brother's wrongdoing. It got some responsibility, but not all. Right and wrong is wrong. That was wrong for that clerk to shoot my brother in the chest. Yes, he's robbing y'all. Oh, well. Call the police. That's what y'all supposed to do. Y'all not supposed to take matters in y'all own hands. If that's the case, I'll take matters in my own hands. Police say the clerk was legally allowed to have the gun. Meanwhile, officers are looking into the possibility Rapley may have been involved in several other commercial oh robberies. Oh, my God. What do you want me to say about this? Uh, several other commercial robberies. Yeah, he was robbing people, but oh, well. Oh that's why well. you call the cops. Yes, he has a gun pointed at you, but oh, well. Call the cops yeah. to come ask him to put that gun down. Now, I'm going to take things into my own hands. That's the underrated part. Is she? Yeah. She says, "Yeah, my brother committed an unjust act of aggression against this store and was killed for it, but I'm going to do the same thing if people don't uh, appease me." Okay, go in and try it. Go to the dollar store with a gun and try it, just like your brother did. Yeah, for see, real. See what happens. I, I, yeah, no, this is probably a stupid question to ask, but it'd be nice to hear the reporter. Okay, so, okay, so your brother has some responsibility, but not all. As she, not yeah, all. Yeah, for real. What percent? Is it 50, yeah, 50? Really. Is it 10, 90? What percent? I'm just curious how this mind works. Do you know uh, what is another underrated low IQ part of the story that nobody's talking about? The fact that he was robbing a dollar store. Like how much <laughs> money could they have? I only have singles. I'm sorry. I'm going to mess fast as I can. <laughs> we don't carry hundreds around here. We're a dollar store. Oh my God. Oh, um, moron. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, that I, I just that that <laughs> clip is circulating Twitter, and I feel like a bad person for laughing at misfortune. I'm sorry, but a bad guy got killed. I know it's your bro- I know it's your sibling. I, I can sympathize with a family that loses a family member to any circumstance, but a bad guy got killed. At some point, object objectivity has to reign supreme even over family loyalty if your family commits a terrible act like that okay well anyway uh maybe he just wanted to go to a strip club after it's 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 that time and now the nobody saw it happen but it's totally a product of trump's america hoax hate crime of the week ah shit it's backwards Well, this time it's not uh, a swastika mm-hmm. on the uh, well, on the property. It's a it's the N word. A woman in Virginia says her car was uh, targeted with racist lipstick. Uh, here's what here's what she has to say about the ordeal. It was right over here on the back window, and it was scrawled across the entire window. A racist slur was the last thing D Hall was expecting to find on her car Wednesday. <laughs> I was just. I was flabbergasted. Hall says there was no mistaking it. Someone wrote the N-word on her car and her car only. She says her car was parked on the curb in front of her house and none of her neighbors or family members' cars were tagged, including her husband, who is white. Hall thinks someone used a tube of lipstick to write the racist words across her car window. After the incident, she had to have an important conversation with her nine-year-old daughter about hate. I just explained to her that it's a word that people use to and have historically used to try to denigrate black people to make them feel less than. I think it has to be someone who knows that I live here, which makes it a little bit scary. Which is why she just bought a security camera. We're going to be getting it set up today, that motion lights, that kind of thing, to, you know, take some precautions. She says Norfolk police are investigating and have been helpful, and she's in the process of filing a hate crime complaint with the FBI. Oh, yeah, okay. Great, okay. federal... <laughs> Tell, call on me. I'll tell you exactly what happened here. Concocted oh, I, I, by the leftist white husband so that ooh, they can think teach so? their mixed race child about hate or something. Well, whether it was the husband or her, I certainly think the uh, the lesson for the daughter is not simply serendipity. It's not just the silver lining of a terrible attack. And, and yet again, uh, how many stories of this are we going to have to see where, yeah, these people loathe your existence. They want you out of their country by force, but they're very, they don't want undue property damage so they're just going to take a little lipstick and put on the window of your car yeah say just say you're an n-word and i want you destroyed but i'm not i'm not so uncourteous that i'll damage your property in pursuit i'm not a monster discourteous i think whatever it's it's we're around the two hour mark i I can't wait to get the actually Actually. in the emails god and stop talking about boomers um (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah this so why do you think the husband the- did it? Why not her? Um, I don't know, because we've actually dealt with some of the hoax hate with mixed race couples, and it's always been uh, a combination of the two that have devised it. I don't think this was just her. Hmm. I wish they would have shown, they censored it all. A lot could have been learned from the handwriting. It's, it's very interesting when these supposed Nazis who write in, you know, washable media on your yeah. car, they always have fantastic artful penmanship. 
too. Yeah. Like I, they censored it all out except for the end, so I can't really judge it in this case. And I don't think the news story even shows it. And I can tell that they are a pair of virtue signalers. They have the pride flag out front. And it's a leftist yeah. white guy who's probably always like, but look at my black wife. I got a black yeah. wife. Which they usually try to spin and say, they must have come here because of our rainbow flag. Uh, alternative hypothesis. I would say flying your rainbow flag and having nobody care is exactly why you have to invent Nazi stories to justify your rainbow. Flag. Uh, yeah, that, exactly. would, that would be the alternative theory. Um, and yeah, I, I agree 100%. The, the lesson seems to be key. But uh, aren't you glad that federal resources are on the case? Oh, super we, glad. We have... I hope the FBI gets involved and I hope they spin their <laughs> wheels for the next year on this shit. Is there a GoFundMe? Actually, thank you for reminding me. No GoFundMe that I could identify. And the other thing I'll say in her favor, in fairness, apparently, as she showed, buying security cameras. That's not common. Usually, the, but you know, presumably they were going to do that anyway. This I is a well-to-do black woman. She doesn't care about money. This is not a we going to be rich situation. This is purely <laughs> about the victim points. Yeah. And then it's an unprovable crime. Like we're never going to find out that this is, this no. is, didn't happen. Uh, to your point though. Yes. It might be a, a better use of FBI resources than the entire Russia investigation. Oh yeah. It's for real. Yeah. She's maybe things have all aren't sorts so bad. Of block parties where she tells everybody her their tale of woes of, of racism whatever fucks it what, what's and the then she's she's gonna go to a party with jacob's mom and they're both gonna <laughs> glare at each other about who's gonna win the oppression contest at this insufferable leftist party oh, it's gonna be like God. peter griffin and the chicken glaring at each other from across the room oh <laughs> let them God. fight uh okay oh that's all i got we can call it a show ending the show with a callback that's good that's good <sighs> I'm that glad, means we've well, really elevated ourselves. We know how to do a show now, maybe. It's not over yet. There's plenty of opportunity for missteps and folly, especially with Super Chat coming up. All right. Uh, this is from Sourcey. The hysterics party Democratic is so last year. I know. Truculent Phillips, as far as the Oak Park mayor, glad he threw out the flaw in her argument rather than uh, cling to his heritage as a defense. All signs point to Warren as nominee. Um, Shapiro seems more and more establishment. Oh, and hi, guys. Those are some disparate thoughts, but I agree with you. Hmm. Um, Fat again. finally saw Joker, and I thought it was great. The trailers, however, included a movie about slavery and another one about Nazis. Remind me again, what century am I living in? That's a great <laughs> question. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Duff Kulisics, the Daily Caller ran an article called Behind mm -hmm. the Network of outside left-wing groups pushing racial policies in cities, counties across America. The Oak Park equity rhetoric betrays a connection. Oh. Hmm, I wonder. Okay, Kevin Flanagan. <laughs> Lol, imagine caring which insectoid governs Hong Kong. China is right about Hong Kong. Brand, stand up for your people. Uh, not Asian. <laughs> Look at my round no, eyes. I think I think uh, to the point, though, it's it's about people who claim to represent certain values who suddenly don't care don't about those care, values right. when they stand to make a buck or it's. Uh, and we've never know, talked some... about it before. Yeah. 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 Uh, Raymond Jones. So if white politicians can't talk about black oppression issues, then does that mean black politicians have to shut up when talking about non oppression issues like jobs or fatherhood? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Man, I Th only that know that one to gets an Kevin. honorary Kevin. That's, <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even from Kevin, but that one gets. That one gets and a lesson to all super chat. chatters. If you say it at the end of the super chat, I can't bet you if you're not Kevin. So <laughs> it's already halfway out of my mouth before I realized that we've destroyed our lives with our with what we've said. Um, Ken Nichols, bland YouTube approved post. Yeah, really. Mad Max 316. 
Not going to be able to watch live, but your show will make my Monday better. Listening to you for a year and not going to be stopping anytime soon. Keep up the good oh, well, work. Thanks. Thank you. Much appreciated. Uh, Ken Nichols, I can mention Chinese in my post, apparently. Uh, Zach says, hmm. the way that woman talked to man is infuriating. The way that woman talked to man is infuriating. Which Must be the Oak Park oh, trustee yeah. lady, Susan Buchanan. Yeah. Well, Susan's, no man. man. I've never met a cool Susan. That's if you're true. a cool Susan, let me know. I'm not convinced you exist. No man would ever do that to another man because of the potential for an ass kicking. Yet again, women don't want the negatives of true equality. Yeah. Mm. You broads want to talk about true equality. Let's have a Nathan Domingo situation <laughs> where like a man, a small man hits you in the face at full force and see yeah. how, how you react. If people don't recall, that was the, uh, the, uh, what's her, the Antifa girl who got punched. What the Moldy locks, Moldy locks, the guy who punched Moldy locks. Yeah. Yeah so hard it was a Squ that was a moment. square hit man i remember square, when you right, sent it right to me oh and you said i, I, I must think have i've watched, watched it a hundred times i just was playing it over and over <laughs> and over again i was laughing so hard uh fitzburgh worked some overtime today we'll spend it on a stormy daniels cameo shout out if she mentioned how her and matt never once made love that'd be good ah yeah Ken that'd Self-hating white people, maybe that's all YouTube will let me say without referencing an East Asian country. Oh, he he must have meant in the previous one to say that he can't mention China. Interesting. Oh. Hmm. Popmon. Um, Cali survival tale number 22. Our fuckwad governor Gavin Newsom celebrated his mass power outages by enabling co-workers to have your guns and ammo seized. No questions asked. Oh, Send more rocks and slingshots. We will. I, to, I forgot to put that at the top of the show. My apology to our California constituency. I just hope you get, I mean, there's fires there. All that sucks. But my God, their government is preemptively shutting off the power with, I guess, in some cases, like 24, 48 hours notice. Uh, that sucks, man. I hope you guys are doing all right. Yeah, for real. Uh, C2K, um, no school for her tomorrow. So my 12-year-old daughter is watching you as, ooh, live with me for the first time from the UK. Blonde is her idol. She loves oh quoting you guys in her debate class. So shuckles oh. from her to you. Thank you so much for watching. I hope she's but, not expelled. I know, for real. But it's unfeminine to talk like I talk. It is my worst character defect. Maybe Cindy's right about this. So <laughs> if you want to be like me, like get all the statistics down and everything, but talk like a lady. It sounds like a good plan. That's, that's um, how you'll teach your daughter until yes. she rebels against you and becomes uh, foul mouth too. I know, or watches previous shows and she's like, oh, mom, uh, uh, let's see. Okay, Kevin. Kevin Flanagan, daily reminder, cultists get the stake, convert or pay degenerates. A beater, mm. Beaner 8127, saw the American president in 1995 for the first time. The pres' big moment was banning all guns and taxing gas to fight global warming. The agenda has been in our face for years. This isn't new. That's true, too. Mm. Um, 2A, Trump can win the election by simply endorsing the Democrat candidate who wins the primary. The Dems and the media would then turn <laughs> on their candidate. It will create a, a paradox in their minds that they'll all uh, blow up. I was reading opportunity for a great story on my part here, but I was, I was browsing some meet the press post and it was about Rand Paul. The other thing we didn't have time to talk about tonight was the Syria situation and Rand Paul saying, listen, we just, we don't want to be world police anymore. And the, the comments were flooded with leftists saying his neighbor didn't finish the job. <gasps> so we've gotten to the point that he should be maimed, that he should be killed. We've gotten to the point where just generally wanting a reduction in global war efforts on the part yeah. of the United States is, is, uh, is enough to have people call for violence against you from the, I guess, what used to be the anti-war left. The whole point is that 
not liking Trump. Orange Man Bad is the sole principle. They did it on The View, too, this week. I don't know if you saw that clip, but they went after Rand Paul. The women of The View going after Rand Paul for betraying our allies in the Kurds. <laughs> Thirsting for war on The View. It was he's, the weirdest thing I've ever he's watched. He's such a centrist. It's like, stop attacking people that people on center left and center right find uh can i they can identify with their values it's like it's yeah, such a yeah. stupid tactic um kevin flanagan fine whatever i'll read this uh zion donsher pwned the bidens where's my wall though at least we sent infinity dollars to israel kevin <laughs> laurel says i don't know if someone emailed you but cindy bin is the internet's most prolific notorious internet troll i thought so but i did some research on her and i think that she's for real. We talked about it on Wednesday, you guys, but everybody should check out this channel, Cindy Bin 2001. She's been on like in my comments for about three years now, chastising me for cussing. And she's told both Skag and I, who are, you know, in solid relationships with good folks, she's like, you guys are never gonna find anybody to marry you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, she, she was trolling on Wednesday. She was here in the she Wednesday, Wednesday stream. Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gannon, and let me know if you think she's a troll or not. I don't think she is. Gannon, uh, death from CO2 is starting. We have to stop the cows from farting. Human beings are way too fickle. We can fix them with a hammer and sickle. Their freedom, rights, and cash will steal an old red plan we called a Green New Deal. More poetry. That was like way it. too clever for any actual, so clever. Uh, any, any actual communist or Marxist. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, Big LC, Blizzard did nothing wrong. I disavow the Hong Kong protests. Long live glorious China. You've earned 100 <laughs> social credits and your family will not have their organs harvested this month. Fantastic. Leave this out of your super chat. <laughs> <laughs> Good for your family. Uh, Glad you're um, here. Blippity blue. By the way, your woman has been cracking me up tonight. What's hey, she girl, talking about? She just texts me. Um, just She's almost as crass as I am. It's, There's nothing on my phone. Why is she texting you? Because she texts me and she knows that I read it and then I laugh on the show. And yeah. she's like, ha ha. I, I got it a Whereas laugh I just scowl and then say don't text me <laughs> no i like it I, I, yeah. I love your woman blippity blue here are my dollar bills for my lack of donations for the the less uh of the few weeks don't apologize for that thanks for hey guys halloween costume idea blonde wears no makeup and matt cakes himself in it you want to see me wearing <laughs> no makeup show up for a wednesday show I don't yeah know, I that's dragged the behind benefit the yeah um kevin flanagan all right. I had an uncle who saw nationalists being spit on in the streets. He dealt with it. Good thing we have someone who shit poster on Twitter rather than a failed painter. I didn't want free speech. We don't know what you're talking about, Kevin. I have to. I'd have to look into it. I'm. He unfamiliar. also sent one with no note, which must be an accident. I don't know. Um, Ra Raymond Jones. <laughs> or it's going to Planned Parenthood. Not yeah. censored, just blank. Not censored, just blank. Mm. Uh, um. Once Ukraine gate blows up in their face, the Dems and media will simply move to the next invented controversy. That's true. Yeah. All right. Asimov. Asimov. Um, you should have Atheist is Unstoppable on and talk to him about his series on the Central Park Five. Ooh, yeah. And he's the one we like, right? He's the kangaroo guy, not the deer. You don't like the deer. Okay. I don't like the deer. Although I have nothing. I don't know the deer. Kangaroo, fine, deer. deer, bad. Kangaroo, yeah. fine, deer, bad. Even though I don't even remember what he said about me. Yeah. I'm still mad. <laughs> I'm not trying to stir the pot. I have nothing against the deer. Um, Liz it's just a, it's a meme of the show. Yeah. Does Central Park, does he think the Central Park Five did it? Let me know in the live chat. Because mm. I definitely think they did it. Uh, Liz really? I do. Yeah. Hmm. Um, because she was raped multiple times and it, I don't know enough about the story. I just know it's always, it's always put up as like a, a wrongful accusation, right? Yeah. That's I'm, I'm the, pretty, I really think they did it. I don't know. 
Hmm. Oh, he also thinks they did it. I will check it out. I, I should check it out anyway, but I, but I would. Um, Liz P, a kid in a mega hat can't even stand and smile when someone screams in their face. Imagine if you're an adult who happens to defend yourself a little too well. I know that we have more of a limited ability to conduct reasonable self-defense measures um, than the left, but it's going to be interesting what kind of precedent that sets uh, from a legal perspective. There was uh, in another story we didn't have time to talk Proud about Boys, tonight. Though. I know Sargon posted about it. I haven't had the opportunity to watch the video, but apparently there was an Antifa guy killed in Portland. Oh, really? Like this weekend. I'm not sure if it was directly related to political activism or something, but it sounds like the war, like the, yeah. the somewhat actual war in Portland might be resulting in death. Did he I deserve just, it? What was he wearing? I don't know. I, I, that's, I know that someone was killed and it's Antifa related. So if people are wanting to learn more about that, uh, check out the story and perhaps uh, maybe I'll talk more about it this week or next next Sunday. Live chat. Let me know if he deserved it. Um, downskated. This has been going upside down since we learned people pour milk before cereal. I think blonde would support going <laughs> old school with live oiled up men wrestling each other and other non-gay. Th- <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, people in live chat are saying he deserved it. So we'll see. But you, you guys are vicious. You guys are vicious, bloodthirsty folk in the live chat. <laughs> they always deserve it. Um, Boogeyman 917. What is more black pills wanting the Muslims or Chinese to seize power over us? I'm thinking the Muslims would bring a quicker end to the madness. Um, I think it's more black pills to want the Chinese to seize power over us. Because hmm. at least the Muslims have like a spiritual world they're engaging in. And right? at least the women won't be driving. In such and at a least scenario. the women won't be driving. Most importantly, <laughs> yeah. unless it's Saudis, they've, they've come around on that issue. Yes. Cucks. Uh, Black wing. too. last time I checked, everyone is dying. Life has a 100% mortality rate. Not yeah. for me. I'm, I'm going to live eternally. Uh, Lizzie says, and RBG. yeah, totally. Uh, Lizzie says, greetings from Idaho unrelated, but I thought blonde would like to know army is changing physical fitness standards to Ooh. be military occupation specialty specific rather than by gender. Oh, wait, is that good? Testing it's shows 84% failure rate for females and 30% for males. That's great. That's what I've been saying for years. I, I'd be much more friendly to job specific standards as opposed to gender specific. That is to say, if you plan on being yeah. an infantry man, there are certain physical requirements that go along right. with you know, being a guy, you know, boots on the ground with a gun on the front lines as opposed to being, you know, some kind of analyst at a computer desk far away. Right. I'm not trying to diminish one or prop prop the other up. I I respect and admire everybody who serves this country. Ugh, but the point is, you. What I'm uh, you share that as people try to twist your words. That's all I'm getting at. The, what I'm saying I don't is, ha- I don't respect every single pers- person that is. In well, service. I respect their service. I don't necessarily have to agree with them or defer to. What them, about but, like chicks that go into supply so that they can break up somebody's family when they're deployed? Well, if that was the intent the whole time, I have some questions. But uh, but generally, people who put on the uniform when I didn't, yeah, I have respect for that. A lot but of women go into it and then get pregnant immediately, so well, that they can just get the benefits. I don't respect fair. their service. I think I think those are outliers, though. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. I think they're outliers too. But it does happen. This is a roundabout way for me to get to the point that <laughs> that the there are certainly different physical requirements per job, yeah. and those should be upheld. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's true. Uh, Jack DDSN activists have to have a cause. If they don't, they'll make one up. It's their job. That, that is true. It is their actual job. Yeah. Um, 
Raymond Jones, LGBT accused Christian fundamentalist churches as advocating conversion therapy if they want to get married at a church filled with these people. Huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why would you want to get married there in the first place? It's like, why would you want somebody who doesn't want to bake the cake, bake the cake for you? It's going to be a shitty cake. Yeah, it's going to be a shitty cake. Um, Kevin Flanagan. Okay, this I'm game. Um, Matt, remember how you asked me how you get to where I am without giving up principles of liberty. You don't, and this sodomite stuff is why. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, uh, I had one of my hangouts today uh, with my the supporters of my channel, and Kevin was there, so we were talking about like the pipeline from libertarianism to far-right extremism. And so we were talking about like his perspective and stuff, and, and I was curious, like, uh, yeah, exactly as he described it, how you get, how you supposedly go from someone who's a liberty-minded individual, somebody who believes in the principles of individual liberty, to somebody who is of uh, stricter perspectives. Yeah, you know what and, my YouTube bio used to say? Right-leaning libertarian. Yeah. I don't, uh, you know, I, it's hard for me to say. I never would have pictured myself even considering voting Republican six years ago, something yeah. like that. Yet here we are. So I'll never say like, I'll never consider any perspective. I don't know what the future holds for me. I'm just right. saying that I don't necessarily understand that sequence because I think that you have to, I don't feel like I abandoned principles that I formerly held. I think I'm truer to them now than I was before. So for me to adopt some perspective left or right like that would have to have me abandon the ideas of individual liberty and personal responsibility that go along with that. Yeah. That I can't foresee. But who knows? But I mean, I've even gotten you to admit on multiple occasions that there are costs um to a society hyper focused on individualism. Well, yes, but you know, then we get back into the the discussion of what I mean. Like I'm always talking from a, a perspective of your relationship with the state as opposed to your voluntary community associations. But what do you do when your society arose and it's filled with retards? Uh, well, yeah, you're, you're in trouble there, but that's, that's why one of the, that's why I do believe that one of the legitimate purposes of the state of the government is to protect the borders. I don't think that you can just have a, a borderless, uh, state or a borderless society. And that's an area of contention with, um, you know, the libertarian community. A lot of people believe in the so-called freedom of movement. Yeah. And a lot of people believe that uh, any sovereign state has to have borders to exist. And I, I would consider myself part of the former or the latter, not the former. Really grown up. Really proud. Really proud of you. Uh, I just pretend. <laughs> I just make it um, up. M. Franklinstein says, I'm with Kevin. Uh, kind of on that one. I'm also, I'm also with Kevin. Uh, fear, clip that one out, guys. Um, Furious Dan <laughs> says, far leftists think words are violence, but they hate the right to self-defense. Very odd. That is weird. weird. Wait, repeat it? I'm, far leftists think words are violence, but they hate the right to self-defense. Ah, yeah. It's, it's bizarre. I don't know how you could hold those two simultaneously. <laughs> well, they are the masters of juggling incompatible concepts. Yeah. Uh, Raymond Jones, Matt and I once made love. I mispronounced his name and then gave him the beating he deserved. <laughs> I remember that one. Who could forget? Uh, um, Metal Man, who I think I censored earlier. So let's see what he said. Uh, Matt and I once made love in order to stay kosher with Jesus. He whispered no homo into my ear before he chopped my wood. Male bonding oh. has never been so pure. All right, fine. Fair. At least we didn't play football together. That'd be the gayest <laughs> thing possible. That's true. Yeah. Uh, gayest thing after butt sex. 
Um, Doug <laughs> Blask is sticks and stones may break my bones, but words are violence, you bigot. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. that's yeah, that's the progressive future, man. Um, Hal Edwards, no, no, thank you. This one's only for five dollars, but I'm gonna read it anyway. Um, because I wanted to comment on it. Drive by commenter says, Blonde, you may want to see Devin Stack's black Devin Stack Black Pilled recent video on the Joker. I watched it because I watched everybody's review on the Joker, and mm. I am hypersensitive to propaganda and anti-white narratives. And I just I just did not get that from this movie. I didn't. I I didn't. I thought it was a, an intelligent commentary on mental health issues and societal chaos. Mm. Um, I know Matt did too. I don't want to speak for him, but Pittsburgh, Tulsi is the only person on that stage I would vote for, which is important because I live in Ohio and my vote is the few that actually. Sure. Count. Yeah. True. Uh, Jacob, think locally, act locally. Brian McClanahan. Matt, watch episode 247 of Brian McClanahan's show, What is Incorporation? To cease being a dingus on incorporation of the Bill of Rights. How am I a dingus? What? what? I don't know. He just called <laughs> you a dingus. A- okay. I don't, um, I don't understand how I'm a dingus on the, I, I presume this is, uh, this is talking about the application of the bill of rights to the States. Is that, was that what's being referenced? Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Um, figgit tree. There's a difference between LGBT activists and LGBT population. And like, just like there's a difference between feminist activists and females, the activists are the craziest people with the loudest voices. I suppose that's true. And then, just anecdotally, since I moved to Idaho, my exposure to like a normal population of gay and lesbian people has been so diminished that I am starting to project the views of the activists on the general population. I'll admit that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I try to be conscious of that too. Uh, I, I can understand how, if you're a person who is what I assume is probably the majority of gay people who want to be left alone in the way I'm describing and who I am totally willing to leave alone and go pursue happiness. I want you to do that. It's yeah. gotta be annoying to have these people speak on your behalf. Wouldn't you so feel, I, if I were a lesbian, I'd be like, shut up, yeah. like, shut up. Some of us just want to like, you know, I, I was going to get really gross. There. I'm not I gonna was going to make a terrible joke <laughs> that I balked at. It's me. If you were a lesbian, you might be at the bottom of the ocean by now. I don't know. Something something like far off the cliff as you could possibly be. There's always a cliff diving. We haven't referenced the cliff divers in a long time. It's not our show unless we laugh at the horrible death of six children, right? Um, (laughs) Was it six children? Something Something like that. that. And then, of course, the I doubt it clip ended in an actual... Yeah. manslaughter it was six children but they only had the weight of three so it's they're <laughs> difficult to count oh, so bad. <laughs> for people that don't know it's because the lesbian moms were starving them to death it was malnourished hilarious, hilarious. <laughs> uh, we're going straight story. to home oh god i made a list of things i have to go to confession for today and like yeah. after this show I'm, I'm actually gonna have to update this list definitely added to it oh god uh jason bolt I'm an OTR truck driver and only two kids have done the arm pull up all summer and one was Amish. Ah, all right. Hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, Kevin, I can't, I can't. Jason Bolt says Kevin Flanagan is right about uncle. A. will read that. Uh, Shauna Thornton. Um, but Ellen doesn't live and let us live. She hates the white working class who Bush also hates. Bush is a rhino. Maybe that's what I was trying to say. Thank you, Shauna. I just, I'm not saying that that's wrong. I, I just need some more demonstration. I'm not, I'm not trying to do what's, what's the base. Show me the study. I'm not trying to do that. I just, I need to see it to, to buy that. Tell me the actual source that transgender children don't commit suicide. (laughs) 
which I, by the way, I welcome. Like, send me an email if you have Ellen like uh, saying we shouldn't let these people live the way they want to. I, I would like to see it. Uh, steady struggles, blonde, but that's not how propaganda works, you know. Propaganda is subtle. It's like the dripping of water on a stone over many years. But what's the? I, I guess what's the propaganda element? What if I, if I take Ellen's word? If I follow what she's advocating, how am I being improperly led? Because no, if, the... if what I agree with what she said right now, but what I'm saying is that that is not the proper representation of the bulk of her work or her general attitude on the populace. I just, I need to, I please need send to me emails with Ellen DeGeneres. It was DeGeneres. Yeah, I almost not called degenerate, her Ellen which DeGeneres. is the nickname. Yeah. Um, with her propaganda over the years, send me email and nothing from the um, anti-child. Cause I've already watched that way of the world video. So send me emails blonde in the belly, the beast at gmail.com. Also about my commune, uh, steady struggles, <laughs> blonde and Matt, would you pick, Chicks wings or fried chicken drum and thighs. Also love the show. I'm I'm a chef. Um, Mondays are my only day off, and I always look forward to your show. Super cool. Um, chicken wings or fried chicken drum and thighs. Uh, um, wings for sure. However, listen, I uh, you know I'm going to take heat for this, but it's got to be boneless wings. Ooh, they're just chicken nuggets. Yeah, chicken nuggets are good. I, I was going to say this. I also, unless it's ribs, I'm not super jazzed about eating off a bone. And then I like, I like white meat. So I would pick fried chicken, but it's got to be a breast. <laughs> the opportunity for jokes, white meat, all this, this is great. I, I'll just have to pass on. It's after one. eight o'clock. So no jokes. Um, but we, we are uh, in agreement there. Uh, I, I occasionally will eat wings. Like if I'm at some kind of, uh, they're often like an appetizer at some event or something like that. Or if everybody orders them at a restaurant, I'll eat them. But if I'm ordering, it's boneless wings. And I don't care if I'm, uh, you know, if I'm insufficiently manly or something for that. Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, yeah. boneless wings, about as good as it gets. Uh, okay. Um, Marbo 93, blonde, I'm gay. And coming to terms that gay marriage was a net negative. Ooh. Gay rights was sinisterly championed by Marxists and used to open the floodgate to all this bizarre shit that dissolves society as a gay man. It makes me angry and sad. And that's really how I would feel if I, if I were gay, you know, I, I would be like, I, I feel like a normal person. Um, I, I can't believe that they're using my cause to make society dissolve. Yeah. Thank you for that, I, Marbo. I yeah. appreciate that. Um, Kevin Flanagan, this is a great one to, uh, exotomites should be oppressed. Imagine thinking we should tear down society so these freaks can do butt sex, but it's B-U plus plus S three X. I'm glad he got around it. Uh, return to reason. Uh, blonde, the young Turks, VF, etc. VF. Uh, must be a reference to some, some leftist channel, left-wing channel. Um, are all completely missing the point Ellen made, which is a trans a transcendent pr principle. I can read the who, be it Ellen Bush, etc., doesn't matter. The point is be kind to people. Period. The end. Yeah, that's not my point though. I agree with what she said, with what she said about this. But I'm looking at the totality of her career, which I think has been instrumental in the indoctrination of tons of middle-aged white women. Email me. Yeah, but at some point you have to separate the message from the messenger too. I mean, you, a, can a bad, you? Yes, a bad, a bad messenger can deliver a correct message. I agree with that. I don't know. I think that what she's done in her career also matters. I think that 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 matters. I agree with what she said today. We should be kind to each other, unless that kindness 
puts you in a vulnerable position. Well, I'll take my chances with Ellen. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to fight her someday. <laughs> yeah, really. Fight Ellen. Skag the <laughs> Ellen. Uh, Darlene. Uh, you know, I don't know what I, I'm afraid to see how the bets would line up, actually. It's, it's... I don't know. I think Ellen might put a foot in your ass. Like, I think okay. that she might just, just kill you. Okay. She looks pretty strong, you know? Uh, and she's been benching Portia de Rossi for like 15 years now. <laughs> I have made like three funny jokes. I'd like everybody to take a moment and appreciate how funny women can be. Okay. It's, it's, you've I'm proven sure. your point. Yeah. <laughs> Darlene Cates um, have been out of pocket past couple shows with my spotty internet. So here's some extra to catch us. Thank you so much, Darlene. That's well, so thanks. nice. Much appreciated. Thanks for all you do to help us keep our sanity. Isn't Darlene our, am I mistaking her? Is she she a is. Boomer she's our resident boomer, but yeah, be she's nice never been annoying. Yeah. Ever. There, she's proven a point. Is that the nicest thing I can say about boomers? women? Are funny and boomers aren't annoying. You've learned two things tonight. I know, right? Uh, Richard yeah. Enormous, are Slavs white? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right, Kevin I, Flanagan. Tell me can, if you. Ask Kevin. <laughs> well, ask Kevin. What kind of n words are Slavs? <laughs> okay. Uh, Jval ninety. Hey guys, I live in an Am Amish community and attend church with close to Amish beliefs. There are a lot of pitfalls with these two. Be careful. And, hmm. and also they were started by men. Maybe I'll call in with tips sometime. Please do. Because um, I'm actually really fascinated with this. I know there are pitfalls, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm really looking into it. Uh, steady struggles. Favorite pie flavor or cake or French toast or pancakes? Oh, wait. Favorite pie flavor or cake? Um... I love an apple pie, like a good apple pie. Cherry pie. Oh, cherry pie is good too. Yeah. French toast or pancakes? Um, pancakes. I got to go pancakes, yeah. Uh, Marbo93, um, Kevin, I agree 100% with you. <laughs> All the best contributions from gays have come from a time when they were socially ostracized. Michelangelo, Alexander the Great, Oscar Wilde, Alan Turning, besides sodomy is way more fun when it's illegal. Um, I will opine on this because some of the most accomplished white Westerners have been closeted homosexuals. I don't think Michelangelo was closeted. I'm pretty sure that he was uh, openly homosexual in his life, but I might be wrong about that. But uh, gay men have an average IQ that is higher than that of heterosexual men. So what used to happen is they would marry women who didn't know or who knew when they had some kind of agreement with, and they would be procreating. Hmm. Um, and so I don't know, like if my kid was gay, I might be like, I encourage you not to engage in that lifestyle and to find an ugly, homely, wooding woman to have an agreement with. Right. Sure. I mean, would you <laughs> yeah. want your gay son to be having promiscuous anal sex with like tons of people? Uh, well, I, I suppose that sounds like a nightmare I from a parent's perspective. I will, uh, I don't, I'll cross these bridges when I get That's to true. them. That's true. I don't know how I would handle such a situation. Um, um, me neither. To be honest. Uh, Ken Nichols, Skag, you're full of shit, and Blonde is right, you're deluding yourself. Ask GB if he's as gay as you. I don't know, I don't, who? GB. GB. Sorry, Ken, good, I don't know. Good one, know. Ken, you really got me. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I can't argue. Um, hang Aku, you're right about gay listeners hating LGBT. I'm a token lesbian listener, listener of yours. Most of their gays I've met aren't politically involved. They just go along with LGBT out of fear of the mob. Yeah. I figured that honestly, mm. I bet it's a huge proportion of the gay population. that's like this, um, steady struggles. Last food question. Do you guys have any food allergies or strong food dislikes 
raw oyster, steak tartare, or haggis. I've never had haggis, but it sounds disgusting. I hate beets and cilantro. Hmm. Uh, I hate like melons. What? Melons can go to hell. Like uh, cantaloupe. What about watermelon? No, watermelon's fine. It's not my favorite, but it, it passes. Okay, let me reload this. Um, Odysseus horse. I secretly subscribed my wife to Blonde's channel. After about a month, I noticed she was happier and spending more time <laughs> in the kitchen. Thanks, Blonde. Also, Utah fans, remember to check your email. Super cool. That's fake. Blonde doesn't upload videos. This story. I know, right? Um, this story's sometimes, not real. monthly, I do. And I should be hmm. in the kitchen right now. So who's the shitty wife here? Um, <laughs> I bought PN. Um, more sanity safe, please, please. Um, Thank you. I am not going to be niggardly. Weird Yoda 04. The hoax hate sounder is my favorite part of the show. I think Blonde needs to get with it on a separate note. When you point out the transitions, they're no longer good transitions like a comedian that explains every joke. But I have to be patted on the back for everything clever that I do because whammon. Semper ad meliora. Yeah. Regarding the hoax hate, 20 bucks, it was the daughter. Mm, hot take. Also had my first real-life Antifa experience yesterday in Chicago. It was about a local shelter for kids being a concentration camp. Oh, thank you, dude. Hmm. Reality Lobster, the power was shut off to prevent fires, which it did, but government knew that this was going to be done now because of weather. It's the only option in October without rain. Fake outrage by Newsom at Utilities. Okay, huh. I didn't know that. Chaos Lear Len. Topically relevant, thanks for repping this mostly great state with your hat. Hashtag nuke murderopolis. <laughs> <laughs> Disavow. No, I mean, it's, it's uh, Minneapolis in Minnesota is... Uh, is a great place. I, I feel the same way about uh, my time in Portland. You know, it was a great city, and I hate to see these places going the wrong way. So hopefully, they can be salvaged. Um, Saint says I'm an OTR truck driver as well, and the majority of the people I've honked my air horn for have been Amish. I'm reluctant to do it sometimes because <laughs> of the horses. I'm sure, they appreciate it. Um, Richie McNabb regarding Ellen. One, two globalists get along. Shocking. Two. The left sees the tide turning in the culture war, so now they want civility. That's totally true. They created this environment. Three, on her show, she commented that her new iPhone 11 was the bigger story. Oh, in, ah. her, in her comedy bit, she was making all kinds of... I had, For the time, I cut out her stupid riffing because you know, that's not really the point. But she was making you know dumb jokes along the way. She said, oh, nobody even noticed my iPhone. It's the brand new one. Ha ha ha. I don't ah, think Ellen's funny, to be clear. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, sock puppet Joe, what is it with women and shoving things up there? You know, now it is toothpaste. What? I don't know. Is that a toothpaste ad now? I haven't seen that. Now uh, it is toothpaste. I don't know. Sock I don't know what that means. Sock puppet Joe. I don't think that she put it. Are you talking about Is this the Lauer story? Did we talk about anything going up you got, anybody else's you got butt me. tonight? I, I don't, don't know, know what this is a reference to. Sorry, dude. Uh, C2K, for clarity, Blonde, my daughter, Abby, knows better than to talk the way you do, at least with an earshot of me, but you both make mm. for good daddy-daughter time and help her learn about the real world. That is very sweet. I got to say sure. that when I think about people listening to my show, I never think about how this may affect children. Well, it's not for children either. I would never no. encourage children. But, if but you're how old a is she? She's who, 12? You know. That's on the brink of adulthood, so um it is i mean we were saying a lot of stuff when we were 12 we were calling each other faggots all the time and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Fair. Okay, matt dath I, yeah. I think this is the last one um i'm one of your token buy listeners and listening to cnn town hall made me want to go full kevin <laughs> <laughs> it's okay so yes 
That sounds about right. Uh, right. Thanks to our top contributors over in DLive, Jay Fox, uh, Kelly SoCal, and Jage. Thanks for supporting the show, guys. Uh, Streamlabs real quick. Phil says, uh, Trump's DOJ will throw the book at any right-winger or conservative who fights back. The left doesn't believe in any warnings they get because they know nothing will ever cause the normie conservative to punch them in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what we're watching, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that there's, they happen mostly without incident outside of a guy being spit in the face, which is terrible, but I'm just surprised that this sort of thing is happening yeah. without serious consequence. Like somebody getting violently messed up. Uh, anyway, Matthew oh, says, GB is George Bush. Sorry, Ken Nichols. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So I'm, I'm like George Bush or something. Ask George Bush if he's as gay as you, but I don't. I don't. Oh, know. Yeah, so like I said, he really got me. You got you. I'll ask him. <laughs> uh, Matthew says I actually just uh, completed my concealed carry course for Minnesota. As it turns out, we have almost no right to defend ourselves. I'm going to hurry up and find a wife to buy a house with in Blonde's compound. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, no single folks. I'm I, sorry, married. I only. can't. I can't carry in Minnesota either. It sucks. It's one of the few places in the center of the country that doesn't have reciprocity. Yeah. So I have to I have to be disarmed, yeah. uh, at least on my person, if and when I go there. Renicus says we live in a society that allows people to virtue signal by sterilizing their children. They will not think uh, thank you when they are childless and have no future. Plus, Beto seems to be Trudeau 0.0. He is throwing open the curtain to keep in the headlines. Yeah, he seems very desperate for sure. Yeah. Phil says we messed up. <laughs> we messed up when we decriminalized homosex. Well, the Supreme Court, it's those it's those people in the Supreme Court. And th that's the other thing yeah. about this too. You got to remember is like all, all this stuff whether you support it, the legal ability to do it or not has happened extra legislatively. That's the other angle on this. The right to these things has been interpreted into the constitution by nine justices on the Supreme court. We didn't decide as a society through the legislative process that this was the route we were going to go, which is a whole additional angle on how this has been handled. I, I believe in legal equality. Do I believe that you have a constitutional right to, as my professor asked in that class, do you have a constitutional right to ass fuck? That's how Lawrence V Texas was introduced to us. That's a, there's some debate there. <laughs> Let's put it. Is that what was envisioned when the constitution was written or should this have been handled legislatively? Yeah. I'm sure sodomy was at, like the center of all of our constitutional values. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure of it. That's what they meant when they were writing the 14th amendment after the uh, civil war, the accidental poet, uh, or no, sorry. Redicus says the issue with the alphabet mafia is society can't have a fifth column of people that attribute nothing but demand but demand everything. Society is a fragile thing and requires everyone to participate and provide. And these people uh, only provide division. I think that's fairly diagnosed. Yeah. It's special privileges for a certain subset of society and there's nothing that's asked in return. Just the mere fact that you exist makes you a special person. Accidental poets has no clever message. Haven't been able to catch the Sunday show for a few weeks. Just supporting the stream. Well, thank you very much. Appreciated. Phil says Douglas Murray has recently been voicing concerns about how the behavior of the alphabet mob is starting to bring conservatives in Europe over to the Islam is right about homosex perspective. <laughs> yes, I can see it, man. Yeah. Uh, Irish Nat says, Matt, no kudos to creepy uncle Biden for no longer putting his face close to young girls and has now moved to, homosexual move on to homosexual cnn host i didn't see did he get creepy at the event I'm, i, I know, must probably. have missed it hope blonde has room in her compound for me and my wife good luck i do shoot me an email 
Chicken Fried Monkey says, as a stay-at-home wife who actually knows how to can, oh, how to can, a skill always passed down in the South. With a husband in a highly skilled construction career, large crane operator, I would like to sign up for your newsletter, Blonde. Well, those are construction skills and canning are certainly needed at the compound, I would yeah. think. Yeah. We also Attack need teachers and midwives. Ah, Attack Alpaca says, admit Matt, you were deeply offended by how Ellen conducted herself in that Cowboys game last week. She was rooting for the Packers. She did say that. Uh, but that should make me inclined to hate Ellen, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of uh, sympathize with her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, her football preference is not helpful. Yo-Yo9 says, the whole George W. Bush redemption thing is smoke and mirrors. He's just a tool to make Trump look like an exceptionally bad president that even his party pre predecessor disapproves. It is funny. It is funny. It's not just Ellen, but there's a lot of people who suddenly like George W. Bush, like Michelle Obama, like, even though he was a Nazi at the time. Yeah, I, I remember those days. I hated George Bush back then, too. I mean, he I, sucked. Yeah. Michu says the best part of the Blizzard story is Hong Kong protests have begun appropriating Blizzard IP, intellectual property, as, as symbols of their movement. Okay, so like their logos and stuff. Blizzard is trying to bow to the Chinese overlords now, having to figure out how to, um, I don't know what word that is, how to support one of their characters from uh, Hong Kong. Yeah, we'll see. Obviously, Blizzard is making a decision. They think the Chinese market is more valuable to them than the people they'll lose in the U.S. I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see if that works out for them. But I know that they're losing business in the U.S. at a pretty large rate if, if people's reports are to be believed. Miles Kinslow says, hey, guys, Matt saw your tweets on the Tim Pool dating fiasco. Got any advice for him or friends to date? Had a crazy image of blonde dating him loved the show what? i was i was opining back and forth with rowing millennial and tim pool about uh or lauren chen i should say as she goes by these days uh about tim's controversy that we've referenced where he wants to date like a young stay-at-home wife type oh no person. yeah so i was just kind of joking uh, back and forth with them but any advice for him i i, I wouldn't give I, I don't know what Tim's looking. I, I wouldn't give advice to Tim unless I knew what his situation was or what he was looking for. I don't even know if he's single or not. I yeah, assume he's looking. Uh, my advice: be rich, which I think he is. So that's it. That's all. That's all you really need to get a good one. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm sure he's got it uh, under control. And to you know, we talk about this on the Wednesday show all the time. If you're one of those people that's really trying to find somebody who just wants a traditional, normal life, and it seems very hopeless, yeah, it sucked. I remember when I was there. Just carry on and remember it only takes one. And Just eventually one. if the, the trick is to make, to build yourself into the type of person that you would want to find, you'll attract the right person. It is a long game, but all it takes I, is one. I think he's there though. I mean, it's that it's an, it's a good quality in a man, an attractive quality that you can stand up to um, like to, to a mob. I think that that is oh, going yeah. to be attractive the, to women. The, yeah. yeah, Tim, I'm sure Tim won't have trouble and I'm not advising Tim personally. I'm just saying for anybody. Yeah, he wouldn't listen to us anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest that he would. He doesn't need my advice. He yeah. can do what he wants. Walsey says, uh, I wanted to give 9-11, but I'm blocked by the Middle Eastern religious sect. Yeah, you can't do that, I guess. Michu says at PSU this week's controversy is that student government, uh, I assume Portland State, the controversy is that the student government is all white male. I watched an Iraq vet I know who was born in Iraq come to the States and went back to fight. Uh, wow. Got 
Got beat red retelling the story of how he is too white to count for a minority. That's crazy. I, uh, I should look up yeah. more on that story if true. But I'm all caught up. Uh, if you are, if you're ready to get out of here, my God, we're already past two yeah, and a half we have, hours. Yeah, my husband is. I'm sure he's starving. Um, all right. This is from Doesn't Matters. We have one more. Uh, who would you rather see as the Republican candidate if the Commander in Cheeto gets impeached? Jesus, do we have anybody? Uh, I, well, can I pick, I would like to have Rand Paul as president. I think Rand Paul would do a great that. job or, or, Ryan, or Ron Paul for that matter. I'll, I take either one of them if I was picking. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out uh, with us guys. Very much appreciated. And, uh, if you're listening later, uh, on demand on YouTube or any of the other platforms, thank you as well for supporting the show. If you want to find more of the show, remember there is uh, additional material on the audio platforms. I was on Drunken Peasants this week. That was pretty fun. So you can listen to that as well as Cindy's appearance on the call-in show over on the audio platforms as well. They're all linked on the website, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You can find them all there. Wherever you find your podcast, you can find us. Of course, you can email us uh, to tell me why my uh, my Ellen opinion sucks or to join Blonde's Compound. Although you want people emailing you for the compound at you personally. Mm-hmm. Blonde in the belly of the beast at gmail.com or beauty in the beta at gmail.com. Anyway, we'll be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It's Beauty in the Beta. We'll see you then. Bye, guys. Try